Hello, beautiful people. It is Tuesday, April 5th, 2022, and this sports show begins right now. Yeah. Well, thank you enough for joining us. The body's feeling okay. okay. This bruise is getting pretty gnarly, I guess. Mm -hmm. I don't know uh, if it's all just kind of settling in. Uh, last night, my neck and... Uh, Back hurt so bad to sit up. I actually had to hold my head in place and lift me up. Uh, took a couple big time shits, obviously, with how much I drank afterwards. And my cheat meals did run into this morning. I just finished up some French toast. Ooh. Oh, good. Got a new addition to the desk here. Obviously, me and Stone Cold Steve Austin drinking some beers in Dallas, Texas. What? What? I'm going to go over here. You go over there. Why? Why? You know, he looked to cheers me, and I didn't even look at him. I watched it back. That was a miss. Uh, yeah. When we were up there, if I would have looked at him, like what a moment that could have been. That's amateur. I fucked that one up. Well. Nonetheless, that's a great photo that I'll uh, probably keep on every desk that I ever sit on yeah. for the rest of my life. Shout out to Steve. Shout out to everybody. It was a dream come true weekend. And then last night, we got a chance to see a bunch of college kids live their dreams. And I, you know, I'm not a big college basketball guy, obviously. I think everybody understands that. And I've always said and lived by the code that if I wanted to watch bad basketball, I'd go to a YMCA mm -hmm. or a LA Fitness mm -hmm. or a Anytime Fitness yep. here in Indianapolis mm -hmm. and watch people play. There is amateurs playing basketball all over the place. I don't really care about college basketball. But then... Every single March Madness comes around, and I'm completely, you know, hypocritical because I love getting into it. <laughs> yeah. Doug Eddard, he got, I rode a Doug Eddard wave for like three days. Yeah. That guy yeah. kind of kept me going for a little bit with that goddamn mustache. Unreal. That entire squad over there, the stories are beautiful. And the only team I didn't really pay attention to at all was Kansas. <laughs> Did not pay attention to them at all. I don't know if they came from, uh, I don't know if their particular bracket was just like a very boring one. I don't know if they played super late. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I didn't watch any of Kansas' games until watching them last night. Those boys can run. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, those boys run down yeah. there. Yeah, they do. I mean, they actually play like an exciting brand of basketball. Mm -hmm. I, I kind of wish I was watching them all year. I feel like I missed out. And then I know the one shining moment is a big deal. That song stinks. Yeah, it's okay. terrible. Okay. Mm -hmm. That song. Can we not remix that a little bit for 2022? It's not a bad idea. Who did it? CBS? TBS? Uh, it was on TBS. Yeah. Yeah. It was on TBS. So that's the Turner people? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, I get it. It's awesome. It's It's historic. I am not the college basketball voice, so they're, my say in this is just as good as everybody else. I'm not acting as if I'm better than anybody. I'm not acting as if my opinion matters. But I was watching that. I was thinking to myself, uh, we see content all day, every day. Mm -hmm. Highlights, recaps, everything, and it was cool to see, and I get it, it is a one. Can we not remix that thing just a little bit? I mean, the song goes. You know, it has its times. It yeah. has its one shining moment. And Jim Nance leading into it and the whole thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, I get it. Yeah, it yeah. is very cool and it's historic and it's a little nostalgia, but I feel like there should have been a couple. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. Get NBA Re Young Boy on it. Yeah. Remix it. Well, I don't know if we need, <laughs> I don't know if we need NBA YB on there, you know? And I don't know if the baby would come in there oh, and sure. do his That'd whole be sweet, damn thing. Though. Yeah. yeah. There's a couple of live show killer, the baby, by the way. I watch, I want, I follow him on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Listen. I understand he has said some things that sure. is not what I necessarily agree with and everything, but he is a rapper, and, yep. and there's mm -hmm. a lot of things that rappers say that aren't necessarily, you know, the most by the book. I remember, you know, uh, Rick Ross got in trouble for a lyric in his song, 
And it was, it was a terrible, it was a terrible idea. He got in trouble for it. But there's numerous songs before there where Rick Ross was like, hey, I need like a hundred black coffins. Yeah. yeah. Because I'm going to kill a bunch. Like, <laughs> right. You know, like it's yeah. a, it's uh-huh. an entire, it's an, uh, yeah, it's an entire part of the business. Yeah. yeah so, exactly. but with that being said, uh, the baby live show, kill, imagine him coming out in the middle oh, of one shining moment. Change the game. Oh man, he would go. Anyways, that was just my takeaway. Mm-hmm. At Tone Diggs, hammered down. Yesterday, you told me we were at Kansas. Nice. Okay, and uh, that was Kansas minus four. I took Kansas minus mm-hmm. four, big money, before the game started because mm-hmm. Tone said it. And Gumpy, I saw you tweet that it was UNC all along. Because yesterday, when he said he liked Kansas, you go, you do your entire thing. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, so Gumpy agrees and Diggs agrees. Mm-hmm. That was a different sound. You did not agree with that, that? That was actually a bark. I was on the dog. It was a bark. Oh, oh my god how am i supposed to know between that's the gas that's, that's up and it. yeah and, and i'll the, try i'll try and differentiate it a bit better cost me five grand <laughs> Jeez, that reaction from you yesterday like literally as i go in there i'm like tone likes it and gumpy likes it these boys both had kansas and they had unc coming out of the final four they're hot Gumpy's been watching all these terrible basketball games all year long mm-hmm. to get to this one shining moment. Uh-huh. So literally, as I'm putting my bed, I had to pick my fucking head up so I could sit up in the bed. Mm-hmm. And then I get on the fan duel. I log in, shows my face. I get in there, and it's uh, like two minutes before tip or whatever, like three minutes before tip. I'm like, oh, thank God I'm getting a bet on this. Boom, Kansas minus four. And I, I remember running through it all. Diggs liked it. Gumpy did a in the back, which is, I believe, his new like grunt for he agrees. Right. I'm going big on this fucking thing. I went 5X normal bet. I'm like, yep, I Jeez. like this. This is going to be my one shining fucking moment here in college basketball. And then as that game went on, really quickly, I realized we're in deep shit. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Down 16. Yeah. That Kansas team. And they can run. And I have a lot of respect for that UNC squad as well. That guy rolled his ankle. I mean, what do we even do? What type of amateur hour we got out there? Kansas comes back and wins. And if that kid doesn't run directly fucking out of bounds, once again, I I love the game. Sure. I enjoyed watching it. I had Raw on as well because it's Raw after WrestleMania. Ezekiel made his appearance. Shout out to Ezekiel. Yeah. Yeah. Good shave. Hey, by the way, Elias went through our high school. Did, did you know Zeke? Where was Zeke with your? What grade was Zeke? Was probably think, much younger generation. I think he was younger. I never ran into Zeke in the halls. Yeah, never. I think he. <laughs> was Elias not. his younger brother. So much younger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. School. Maybe your little brother. No, did you? I don't know. I, I could text him and see if. Yeah. yeah. He knew Zeke. It makes young. sense. I'm gonna ask some other people if their little brothers or little sisters knew mm-hmm. of Zeke walking around our high school or Man, whatever. Went to school, Butch. Well, maybe, maybe yeah. Bush. Oh, yeah. yeah maybe maybe they didn't go to our school. Maybe he didn't go to our school because that's a traditional um, wood making name. Ezekiel. So maybe. Yeah. So you're saying he went to a vocation. Okay. <laughs> well, but the way he looks, he might have went to an academy or something. Yeah. 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 That's what I mean. music? Oh, we don't know. We have no we idea. Yeah. We Maybe he went to a school with like no electricity and stuff. Yeah, like, like that. a ministry or, or something. Amish. Oh, Amish. There yeah. it is. Man and I couldn't think of the word. Ezekiel is a real wood maker. Wood maker. <laughs> oh. He does sound like a carpenter. Yeah. I can't do the throwback. Bit. When I go back, that's when everything really hurts. Yeah. The whole body. She locked the back in on that chair. I, I was talking to AJ. I was talking to AJ. He goes, Oh, that's Dom's, dude. And I said, huh? excuse me. He said, delayed onset muscle soreness. He's like two days after Doc. normal. Oh, 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 my God. Thanks, Doc. Anyways, I was swimming back and forth from Raw yeah. and to uh, the national championship. Shout out to the um, 
Seven Nation Army hum from the audience when Austin Theory came out and during the NXT match. Mm -hmm. I know that's not necessarily for me. It is a great song to go along, but it made me feel good. Took yeah, me yeah. back to, oh, yeah. to Sunday night. Then I'm watching National Championship. They start singing as well. I'm like, and I, once again, this is not for me. <laughs> I know it's not for me, but it, every time I hear that song now going forward, I am going to think of AT&T Stadium fucking going bananas. So I was bouncing back and forth, and then we get to that fucking the end of the game. It's after Raw. I get to watch it all. They're up three, four and a half seconds left. Yes. Okay, here we go. This dude, inbound pass, foul. Make both of them. We're up five. Yep. We're living. Yep. Kid gets the ball, sprints right out of bounds. I'm like, bingo. I, I get upset. That's why I just go watch these dudes at YMCA. Yeah. How is this guy running out of bounds at four and a half seconds left in the national championship? I There's people saying he didn't step out of bounds, by the way. Still people are zooming what? in on the internet. Close, it appeared close. as if he stepped out of bounds. And I congrats to them. It's awesome for them. But as somebody who was betting on these kids, yeah, <laughs> yeah, mightily, on. by the way, I'm like, just fucking stay in bounds. We cover. And then I look at Gumpy. Gumpy's like, UNC plus four is never down. I'm like, this motherfucker. <laughs> I Thought we were Two wrong. Uh, Tone, I saw that a lot of people accurately predicted the final score, yeah. 7269. Mm, people or something like that. I seen uh, us. We should have won. That guy runs out of yeah. bounds. Just your take on all of March Madness, how to go gambling-wise for everybody, for the mm -hmm. books. And Kansas was the team that everybody thought was going to win this thing from the beginning, and we just didn't watch any other games, or K what happened? Kansas is actually funny, because I didn't know Kansas in the tournament either, but because the first two games that they played... <laughs> Were well, they were eleven o'clock games, so we didn't really get at to night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's bullshit. Man, they were like sense. the last game, the first two. Uh, but the dogs, uh, oh, thirty-five. They're main event. Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah. That makes sense. Dogs were thirty-five and thirty-two ATS uh, during the tournament, so the dogs did have you know a slight <laughs> advantage in this tournament. Um, shit painter. I got lucky last night. Can we differentiate between your yeah, grunts next time? That was expensive. <laughs> That was a costly. Uh, uh, I should have told you to do this as well. Um, if you thought Kansas was going to win, and this is what I I, I, I took Ogbaji to win the player of the tournament or whatever, because he was plus 125, and I figured if Kansas wins, he's going to get player of the tournament. Oh, so did. you can parlay those uh, together. Which he did. Um, that was the thing. The tournament was, it was a great tournament. You know? I thought so too. Like a lot of good games, a lot of. A lot of guys made names. Fucking Dougie's on his he's transferred now to probably a power five. Kentucky? West Virginia? Yeah. Maybe. No, potentially. No. West Virginia is so bad. It'll go to like Kentucky or Duke or something. Doug no, he feels that score. He feels like, I, I mean, Jersey's a big, West Virginia, Jersey. I mean, there's a pipeline right there. Yeah, West Virginia is actually the University of New Jersey in West Virginia. Well, if Kiss goes, then I think Dougie will go. He played at Bryant, which give I believe Give me Kiss. Is. Mm -hmm. Give me Dougie. Give me um, Rhode Island, is McCormick allowed to come back? He's a hell of a player. Yeah, McCormick, yeah. Kansas last night. Yeah, yeah. Krutwig maybe. Virginia. Bring Krutwig out from Loyola Chicago. He's no, he's playing, already in the he's, NBA. He's, he's in playing overseas. He's in the NBA. He's in the NBA. He's in the NBA. He's playing in Belgium. He's NBA. Yeah, he's averaging like five and four. Yeah. Is he really? Yeah, oh yeah. He's, not, he's just learning the game over there. It's a different yeah, we, game in the oh, NBA, yeah. dude. You don't fucking get it. You never get it. Well, Krowick's fundamentally sound, and that's kind of what the Europeans preach, so I think it's more so the fact that he might be a step too slow. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I wish it wasn't true. I want him to be a Boston Celtic, but shit, the guy just can't cut it. I think W, you could probably get one of those McCaffrey kids from Iowa. Nah, nah, nah. Dad's a coach. Sir, I'm free ride, free yeah. lunch. You kidding me? But, sure. Just real quick. 
if they're actually on scholarship, me and Mitt had a conversation about this because his dad coached at numerous universities. Right. If they're actually eating up a basketball scholarship, every Iowa Hawkeye fan should be furious because mm-hmm. I think they get to go to school for free anyways because their dad's an employee of the school. I believe so. And I don't know. I, I think I know they both at one time were. I, I think the oldest one now who he's about to graduate, but I think his last two years he wasn't on scholarship and they gave it to someone else. But I'm pretty sure the, the other one, the younger one, I believe he is on scholarship. That's strictly, by the way, for him to say that he's on scholarship. Okay. Right. That mm-hmm. is a that's all that is because I think you can go to school for free or whatever. Oh, yeah. Now yeah. it's a different classification, always a walk on because he doesn't have to pay for this education that is being uh, grossly upcharged. Uh, and you'll never get the money back in the amount of time that you need to after you graduate from school, and you're going to be in debt, crippling debt probably for a long time. But, hey, you went to university, and everybody that was there is obviously so intelligent, not trying to cook you at all and make you be in debt forever. Good good for you. Nice people. Universities. They're doing it. Fucking Emmert, by the way. That fucking idiot. What a moron. What an absolute moron. Ridiculous. Absolute moron. But anyways, I think they get to go for free. West Virginia's turning around, so fuck off. Okay. Now back to you, though. 35 and 32, the underdogs. Yes. That's at one point it was like seventeen and seventeen, yep. and then it was like twenty two and twenty two. Uh-huh. It was it feels yeah, the favorite started the tournament ten and zero, I believe, and then a massive comeback yeah, on yeah. day two. Mm-hmm. Day two was huge for uh, the dogs. Whenever you think about money being lost, whenever how many people predicted seventy two sixty nine thousand? I believe 5, I saw. Yeah. that was at what twenty three to one or something yep. like uh, that. Two hundred thirty to one. Yeah. Yeah, plus twenty. We had, we had a few tickets tweeted to us uh, mm-hmm. at Hammered Down. It was like they won like it was five dollars to win. I think like eleven fifty five. Yep. How do you feel about Hubie over at UNC? Oh, I, I mean, saw Roy in there protecting everybody, yeah, yeah, yeah. wearing yep. a mask. Very nice of him Good to guy. do that. He was the only one. He's he's safer and nicer and more responsible than everybody else in there. That's right. Mm-hmm. Trying to protect the kids. Let's like that. You. Oh. Austin Theory should have came out with a mask on. Ooh, yeah. That would have been super deal. <laughs> in Texas, too. <laughs> yeah, that would have been good. Oh, my God. But his face is so damn attractive. Right. Yeah. He comes out there with a mask on, though, and refuses to breathe their air. Oh. <laughs> Especially at this point. Like, I have, hey, I've done everything that I think we all have been forced to oh, basically yeah. do everything that has ever been pitched in this entire process to be responsible society members. But, the people that are still doing the math, I don't think I fully understand because are they only protecting themselves at this point? Because I was just in a stadium with 80,000 people. I didn't see one of them. It, huh. Yeah, it must, I, I, it must be that. I did not well, see one of them. the fallout numbers. Well, that's well, – is that what they're – and are those – because, you know, for a long time you see some international travelers in the airport and they wear their masks regardless – and you, it always makes you go like, what do they know? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. What is going on? What, what are they saving me? Or are they saving themselves right now? And should I be breathing? Should I be breathing that air? Or normal. What the hell is going on? <laughs> and then now with the COVID, the introduction of the N95 and everything, mm-hmm. it became very natural. But now you still see pockets of people still. Mm-hmm. And I, I, we need to look into why that's still happening. Like Roy, why did Roy do it? Is he scared? Like, does he I have? I think some- they're here to stay, boys. I think there are a lot of hypochondriacs out there that enjoy the mask and the safety it brings to our house so old school yeah old school was you just fist bump everybody mm-hmm. now you put a sign you put a poster on there you're like hey okay. don't even come for a death right yeah. just stay the fuck away from Wait. please this is not who's that bulga what's up zito Howie i have Mandel. rumors saying that uh, he actually had a microphone under the mask talking to coach davis the whole time well that's why he was wearing the mask funny you say that because you're a unc uh class graduate one class um 
Should more be talking about them giving up that 16 point? I, I understand. Oh, wow. super, I love being super positive. The microphone gave out. That's what I heard. The mask? Yeah. Why are you slandering QB Davis? I mean, the guy no, takes I, an AC to the a guy. national championship in his first But Coach Roy is coach. And I like the fact that he seemed to genuinely care about his players. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We got live action, boss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that interview. Who is that from? That guy used to go uh, turtle snap, snapping turtles. Live action is from. Oh, yeah. That, that's, I don't uh, remember the guy's name, turtle. but I know what you're talking about. That had, it might be turtle. It took like a, that was like a two-year run, that live action. Yeah. So him bringing that back in the national championship, I loved everything about it. We got live action out here, Trace. Thank you so much, blah, blah. I love him. Call as, the wild man. As a, yeah, there it is. I love him as a human. Man, yeah. I love him as a coach. It seems like he's great. Great. But what did happen? I mean, that is a massive swing. And I was, they were down. I go yep. to Raw. I come back. It's a three point game. Dude in the corner has the longest wind up for a three. The little yeah. guy who scored 2,000 points that uh, they were all pumped that pointed over earlier in the game. He was just thrown. He was wet. Yeah. Splash, splash, splash. Mm-hmm. Kansas is back. We're tied. We're up. I'm like, what? The hell happened? Who made the decision to flip that thing? So for those of us that maybe didn't follow along every single minute of that game, what was the turning point? How did it happen? Kansas just woke up? Well, UNC, you- I believe, was had 18-2 to two in second-chance points in the first half. I mean, they were crashing boards. They were getting inside. And then in the second half, Kansas really fucking ratcheted up the defense a little bit, fucking manic. You know, he, he was hot in the first half, wasn't as hot in the second half. Um, you can't, like I said yesterday, when Kansas wants to go, they got dogs. They, they run. They weren't, yeah. they weren't the dog. But they had dogs. And when at halftime, when they decided to turn it on, they went. Yeah. It's fun to watch the end of that thing. It was a blast. I yeah. wish the kid would have stayed inbound so we could fucking foul. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe just don't be afraid to get fouled and, you know. Yeah, what is he doing? He had nothing but space, too. It was a perfect play. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, everybody should run this play for an inbound pass whenever you need it. It seemed to be wide the fuck open, and it was a short pass. It was an easy pass. Runs right out of bounds. Let's move past that because, yeah. hey, the kid's a national champion. Yeah, that's right. Good work. Mm-hmm. Congrats to him. And the only reason why we're upset is because we lost money. You exactly. won a title. Don't you worry about what us idiots talk about. <laughs> mm-hmm. With that being said, while the ceremony was taking place, Mark Emmerich cuts a promo. Mm-hmm. There for a bit, I'm like, hey, this guy doesn't sound like the doofus that we all assume he is. Right. Because a lot of the decisions that the NCAA has made and a lot of that, and it's you know, pretty corrupt in a lot of people's eyes. I don't know 100% behind the scenes what's going on. Just as somebody that had to go through the NCAA's world, just the amount of hypocrisy that comes through there and the punishments for what and everything. It's just, I'm not a big fan of the NCAA. It's probably pretty obvious as I'm speaking here. But the basketball tournament, March Madness, is an incredible success every single year. And they run it. The NCAA mm-hmm. actually runs that tournament. So we have to give credit where credit is due. They pull off something magical every single year. He almost had perfect promo. Yeah. Almost. He was cutting promos for the fan. Because normally Commissioner gets up there or Mark Emmerich gets up there. There's a natural boo reaction from everybody because like, uh, boo this man. Yeah. Boo this lady. Who went boo the hell out of this person who has probably put an unjust sanction down on a team that you love before or made a decision that affected your school or your team in a negative fashion in the past. So you're naturally not going to like said person. Now, Mark Emmert is a very hateable person to begin with oh, yeah. because of everything that he runs and stands for and the way he talks about it. Now the NIL is kind of changing a little bit and Mark Emmert, I thought, was having a little bit of a baby face turn because mm-hmm. when he's kind of these fans in this city and this stadium and boom, he's going and then now I'm going to hand it over to this guy who's going to hand a trophy off 
Goff to Coach Bill Self and the Kansas City Jayhawks. And then while that's happening, there's a boo now. Yeah. Because I believe the University of Kansas. It's in Lawrence. Yeah. Dude, they probably do not like the Kansas City. Kansas City is not in the same state. And I think it is, like, especially with colleges, like, they're synonymous oh. with the town that they're in. You know, like, NFL teams and professional teams, if there's a slip up there, it's kind of like, okay, whatever. But, like, people. Lawrence, Kansas is what Kansas is. You know, like there's not a whole lot going around around there. Like the University of Kansas, that's a big deal that it's in Lawrence. And yeah, for him to say Kansas City, a, a city that's not even in the same fucking state. He was on know? a run though. Hey, he was. Yeah, yeah. He was he on was. a run. He was fired up. He didn't get booed off the mic immediately upon getting mic. That had to feel good. That never happens for Mark. No. no. Mark walks in or walks into every restaurant. I base somebody in there is like, boo. <laughs> yeah. This guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, this guy stinks. Boom. Yeah. That's happening yeah. from the chefs at every diner he walks into, something every Everybody. So him getting a good buzz there, getting a little bit of hype, getting to cut a promo. Oh, I'm batting a perfect game. They like me again. Ah. Let me fuck it up. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> uh, at Boston Connor, college basketball your thing or no? Uh, absolutely not. And it definitely <laughs> is even less my thing now because I actually guessed the correct score, 72-69, and it was 73-68. So I, oh, no. I hate the game more than I ever have, actually. Uh, so I will oh, not be no. watching is that next real? year. Oh, yeah, that's very real. That would have happened. Oh, yeah, it would have happened. I mean, oh no, it, you know. Sometimes, oh, no. And the amount of times it's happened to me in the past, you know, seven months of those bets that are, you know, should have <laughs> Foxy just had the breakfast in his underwear. Yeah, that's and, how I felt, though. <laughs> Stupid fucking game. I don't think you're going to like that. Um, before we dive in here with Darius Butler, we're talking about FanDuel. We were just introduced in our uh, call with them. They have this new thing called oh. FanDuel FaceTime or Face Off. Yes, FanDuel awesome. Face Off. It's available in 30 states. I think you have to be 8, 21. Ah. Probably dependent on the state. Yeah, yeah there's 30 states because there's different regulations for each state. Eight, definitely 18 or up. Uh, yeah, I think it's might, some states might be 21, some states might be 18 on Herbs and Shorts in 30 states. You can play like games of skill. Against other people yes. and make money. Yeah. Wheel of Fortune's in there. Oh, yeah. You can play Wheel of Fortune against somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's like a baseball Grand home Slams. on Derby Grand game. Superstar. Yeah, there's a, there's a, a basketball game, I think, where you can mm-hmm. shoot, where you're actually playing against people actually for money, and it's available in thir- more states than sports gambling is, and you're able to... This thing is awesome. Yeah, I played. I played the Grand Slam one this morning. Test it out. It's fucking sweet. Dude. I'm gonna sink so many hours into that thing. I can already tell, and it is like there is a little bit of skill involved. So the more you play it, like you, you might be able to make some decent money. Out and there. it connects right to your account. There's yeah. no, you're actually winning money though. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so impressed. It's unreal. They they sent us an email last night. They're like, oh, here's uh, the agenda for tomorrow's call or whatever, and. I, once again, I have to pick my fucking head up <laughs> off the thing to read through it. And then I see at the bottom, it's like, uh, FanDuel face-off, roll out. Like, we're big fans of this. We think you will like it, too. If you don't, don't worry about it. If you do, though, we'd love for you to mention it. So in the meeting this morning, I'm I, our meetings are interesting. I'm standing in our kitchen over here, and it's yeah. on a Zoom call. Somebody was at the Masters today. Yeah. I mean, wow. the calls are hilarious with them. And w- as soon as they dove into that, I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot about it. I downloaded it immediately, and I'm like... I could play Wheel of Fortune against somebody right now, and they're like, "Yes." I'm like, "Fuck it, I'm right. in." Here we go. And they're like, "The baseball one is actually one that people are really enjoying, and then the basketball one, everybody's falling in love with." I'm like, "This is going to be a problem, I think." Like, yeah. 
I might retire and just do Wheel of Fortune against full people. Time. Yeah. Full time. Full time. Yeah. I don't even have to go on with Pat Sajak and Vanner or anything. Mm -hmm. like I just do it on my goddamn phone. Congrats, FanDuel. Innovating very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, FanDuel. There was a couple boosts there where we thought you were trying to, you know, fuck over the people. But yeah. Mm -hmm. A little bit. Uh, we got back in there. 68. Both teams scoring 68 points. Duke yep. UNC oh, yeah. this weekend. That hit. We're about to get in. Uh, probably some more Penguins boosts. Those are going to oh, hit. Wow. Really the playoffs. Bruins will never be boosted. Well, they should. I mean, we no. can't lose right now. Well, that's not true. We When's got, your next game? We got tonight. Detroit tonight. I mean, oh. we are. Send a text. I would like to boost the Red Wings tonight. Oh. 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 Yeah. Yeah. What? I don't know if you want to do that. What? Well, plus, obviously, whatever. Plus 10,000? Yeah. No, no, no. Whatever be, they're getting. Can whatever. we boost the Bruins to score 10 goals? Boom! What the hell's that? Minus 200. <laughs> do it. It's a layup. <laughs> Joining us now? Is a man who was once big into hockey. Okay, yep. mm -hmm. uh, he was once big, big into hockey. Mm -hmm. Now he's an F one fan. Ooh. All right, because the Netflix documentary "Watch the Race." Nine year NFL vet, absolute stud human being, host of the Man to Man podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, Darius Butler. Hey, 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 fellas, fellas, how you, how you doing, man? Good to see you, boss. Hey, I'm outstanding. It's uh, race week, F one Australia. Ooh, lock in. Panthers still sitting atop of that Eastern Division. Lock in. Hey, and congrats on an epic fucking weekend, too, man. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Thank you, dude. Epic fuck. That's a dope-ass picture right there, too. Legendary. Hey, man. Yes. Yeah, that was... Uh, I think Zito got me the... Uh, uh, the boys. The boys. The boys. The boys put this thing together when I walked in this morning. There was uh, a couple photos in there. I'm like, that is the sweetest thing I think I've ever yeah. seen in my life. You know, I tried to make this my Twitter, Avi, but they got that circle shit. Yeah. yeah. You know Fucked what I mean? it up. It did. Yeah, I'm still going to put it in there, but like Twitter, figure it out. That's why Elon Musk is joining their board. Elon Musk said, I'm going to put a billion in here. I'm going to get 9% of this thing. You guys are going to put me on the board, and we're going to turn this whole shitty operation around. Mm -hmm. You guys have a weapon here you don't know how to use. Elon Musk is like, I'm from another planet. We wish we had this. To be honest, this is one of the only things that we don't have on our place. Let's not fuck it up. Hopefully, he'll be able to do that. And the circle Avi is just... It's the most unproportional thing of all time. I don't know how you're supposed to put a photo in there, but I appreciate you, D-Bot. You were very nice with your text messages, too. I appreciate you, man. Hey, hey, man, that shit was epic. It was dope. Wish I could have been there, but, man, watching it, uh, I'm glad I was in a safe place to enjoy that. Just go back, flashback to about 13 years old. Um, that shit was dope, man. Dope to see you living out, you know, living out a lifelong dream, too. Everybody, I don't know what the numbers were, but I know it had to be crazy. I had people hitting me from everywhere like hey man that white boy crazy as hell <laughs> <laughs> dope, man. Dope shit. i will tell everybody i said thanks i have not gotten back to all the text messages no. uh, 152 of them when i got out when i got it to my phone foxy had my phone in his pocket oh, yeah. foxy was like hey this thing's been going crazy so time. he gives it to me i looked down 152 text messages i'm like well i'm not diving in there right now no <laughs> way i put it in there by the time i got back to the locker room it was like 210 or something like that Jesus. it was just going like so thankful for everybody i appreciate the hell out of the kind words and d but i appreciate your friendship and for joining us and anytime somebody says that white boy i am oh i take it as an honor that is, oh, exactly. that is an you. honor and a privilege and uh 
uh, please tell everybody I said what's up. Let's talk about a little bit of NFL, D-Butt. There's a lot of things going on. The Saints make a trade yesterday with the Eagles. A pick swap. It's an interesting thing. I don't know why the Saints did it. I guess the Eagles uh, basically traded away all the Indianapolis Colts picks that they got, bundled it in for a more package, and they might make a play here to either trade up and continue to move or try to bolster the roster. I don't think I understand this at all from yeah. either side. What are your thoughts on it, D-Butt? Same. You know, I was confused when I first saw it, you know, come across. I was looking for the player that was traded. Um, a lot of people were saying, you know, maybe it's for next year. The Eagles want to make a play for a quarterback. Some people were saying, you know, it's the tackles in this draft. I don't know. And when you're trading a bunch of picks, you know, everybody's saying also the Eagles fleece the Saints. I mean, we won't really know until we see, you know, who and what the picks are and what they turn out to be a couple years down the line. So, you know, these guys get obviously paid the big bucks to make these moves. So hopefully, uh, you know, both teams win in the end but we'll see the internet told me the eagles absolutely fleeced the saints though i don't, I don't know if i agree with that yet but oh we'll congrats to the eagles. Hey, nice job, eagles i mean the internet knows dude the yeah. internet knows obviously um rob gronkowski he said i'm not ready to get back out on the field or make the decision yet is there any chance he doesn't play next year for tampa or is this him trying to delay the inevitable when he gets back to training camp and he's going to show up uh, with a video of him sprinting one day wearing six different shirts acting like he's been in shape all offseason what do you think about gronk do you think there's any chance he doesn't play next year no i think gronk's back i think tom coming back you know pretty much seals that he'll come back probably like you said closer to training camp or mini camp you know, him and Brady will have some other commercial with some big brand and it'll roll out. Uh, but I think Gronk uh, comes back and, and run it back one more time and try to get another chip. I like the fact that Gronk is like, nah, you know. <laughs> he doesn't have a contract yet, right? Nope. Mm -hmm. no. So this is all leverage. Okay, yep. he's got he's building up leverage every day that passes. He builds up more and more and more and more and more leverage. He's not ready to commit, which doesn't mean a yes or no. Like, hey, I'm not hundred percent sure. I'm not ready to get back out on that field yet. Okay, well nobody is. <laughs> so, <laughs> like everything he's saying is perfect for him. And if I'm Gronk though, he's already on the NFL's uh, first hundred year team or hundred year team or whatever. Oh yeah, he has all the Super Bowls in the world. He's in the Hall of Fame. He has all the money in the world. He's proved that he can leave and come back and have success in numerous places. I, maybe he doesn't. You know, maybe it's a possibility. Like you said, his legacy is definitely uh you know cemented. Uh, arguably greatest tight end of all time. You look at the numbers, like you said, the championships at, le at minimum at on the Mount Rushmore for that position. Um, you know. Hey, you think he's banged greatest? Up, much hey, more D banged up than Brady's is. So, I mean, I guess we'll see. But I think he comes back. Got D, him on his back. D, but if we were to say Gronk's the best tight end of all time, people get pissed off about that, huh? You think actually or um, no? Nah, not at this point. Not at this point. Especially he came back. It's not even like he was a bum on the Tampa team. Like he actually scored. Uh, he, he he scored in the, in the Super Bowl twice. He bought. Mm -hmm. oh, oh, oh no! Uh oh no! What happened? I don't know what, who you're talking about in your off time, but somebody hacked into your internet mid there. Oh, oh, you weren't in any awkward <laughs> faces, though. You know, AJ always gets caught looking mm -hmm. like Undertaker's eyes and his, you know, his whole Am I back? Yeah, you're back. You're all the way back. You oh, look okay. great. You okay. sound great. Yeah. But you're right. He wasn't a bum. He scored two touchdowns in the Super Bowl. He was able to accomplish things and keep it going. I think I've said it for a long time, but I mean, my football IQ is nowhere near yours or a lot of people that talk in this whole thing. He was just a funny about what, three, four guys in that argument, maybe? Yeah, Gonzalez. You got, Gronk, you got Gonzalez. Antonio Gates. Shannon Sharp. Uh, mm, I wouldn't put Gates there. I I personally wouldn't. Um, it's another guy I'm missing, though. Shannon? 
Shannon Sharp's up there. I guess Gates would be in the conversation. Shannon's up. Nah, Shannon won Super Bowls. Yeah, I'd say Shannon, Gonzalez, Winslow Sr., maybe. Uh, but I, I would go with Gronk. Gronk gets my vote. Jack Doyle, too. But Jack, like the, yeah. the, the thought, yeah, Travis Jack Kelsey's too. working his way yeah. in there right now. Dallas, Dallas Clark Dallas is a Witten. Did go what? My dick got top yeah. five pick. Kyle Crumpler. Wit is not that. Come on now. Who, who's that? Ty? Yeah, everyone loves Witten. Whoa, just because no, of how he was a commentary. Not that combo. Whoa, whoa, jeez. Not even close. Not even close. Whoa. whoa. No, nah, not to that. Come on. That's the I didn't know. Oh, wow. Oh, shit. Wow. Tony Romo loved him, dude. Wow. Uh, last thing for me before the boys have their questions for you, Darius. We can't thank you enough for joining us. Bobby Wagner. That mm. contract comes out, what, $50 million or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They say $50 million, $50 million, which is how they always report deals. Yeah, well, they used to report deals. They used to say what the grand fake number was, Fugay's number was. <laughs> if they cure COVID, they get everybody to, to either wear masks or not wear masks. Mm. And you catch 45 touchdowns. You will obtain all of this money right here. And that's how they've always reported it. And I think the NFL likes it because it sounds like they're giving their players a lot more money than they actually have to. Anytime people think you're giving more money to people than you actually are, you probably are enjoying that. Agents like oh, yeah. it because agents look like they negotiated deals that are so massive and large and then once you get into the finer details it's like oh no actually this is like a two-year 17 and a half million dollar deal that has 10 million in guarantees now that wouldn't normally be a conversation but it became one because wagner negotiated this deal himself so he said he doesn't have anything against agents he just kind of wanted to learn for future business and be a part of that which by the way bobby fucking shout out to you Listen, people are going to get their hands in the pot. No matter what, if you think you can do it yourself and want to do it yourself and learn and you get yourself $10 million fully guaranteed, not that allegedly the Ravens had more on the table and maybe an agent or two that knows the lay of the landscape a little bit more could have got him more money. But I like the fact that Bobby Wagner took ownership. And I enjoy good agents as well, okay? Good agents are good. There's a lot of bad agents, though. So, like, that is something that should at least be chatted about. That became a whole thing because now the agent world, the people who are plugged in with the agents are like, he could have got a lot more money. This guy should have had an agent. He's a, Bobby Wagner's coming on this show tomorrow to talk about Ooh, his new contract. Here we go. So I can't wait to chat with him. He'll be on here tomorrow. Your thoughts on the whole process, him going back to L.A. and the way it's kind of unfolded publicly here? I mean, it was a great situation, obviously, football-wise, uh, to win. Uh, that's that's going to be a better, a better situation, I think, than the Ravens. When you get him on tomorrow, you got to ask him about why the hell he went to 45. I, I got to. Hey, gotta, it's a great number. Put that graphic. Zito made a graphic earlier. Uh, look, that doesn't look like him. No. Yeah, it's, I mean, that 45 stank, man. I mean, White, White, White pulls it off down in Tampa, but 40, I don't know. Maybe he'll switch it up after training camp, but we'll see. He'll, maybe he'll make it look good in ball. Hey, but, uh, yes, he's gonna. Hey, he's gonna. Oh, Forty-five at linebacker. That's uh, but I mean, all-time great player, uh, first battle Hall of Famer, Super Bowl champ, a guy I would love to have in, in any locker room and on the field. He's like a defensive coordinator on the field. Obviously, man, lost a step uh, physically, uh, but always know where, uh, where to be uh, mentally. And uh, every every player, you know, can't represent themselves i think bobby his last deal i think he negotiated he was the highest paid linebacker in the league obviously at a different point in his career now and you know once a player negotiates their own deal like you said i think because of these agents and their relationships to insiders and tv people and all that shit guys like florio are gonna jump in there and dive into every damn detail in the contract 
It's a one-year, $10 million deal. He's, he's older. Like I said, lost a step on a good team. I think it was a decent deal for himself. Everybody can't do it, but Bobby Wags obviously took initiative, and he said this will probably set him up for, you know, later in life post-football when you're negotiating a uh, business deal. So I think in the long term, uh, even in the short term, Bobby Wagner will be just fine. I'm happy for him. I can't wait to chat yeah, with him tomorrow. Be. And to echo your point, there are some great agents out there. Not everybody should be handling their own business. I've been very fortunate to work with some agents, some good some bad and then i've gotten to the point now where it's like all right i would like to hear these people talk directly to my face if they got something to say like hey yeah. however what if you want to do this i would like to hear it i don't need to hear the third party trying to decipher how to deliver the message to me i would like to hear it directly from you but i think i'm a much different person than a lot of people a lot of pride in bobby wagner doing this and he's taking it on the shins from the agent community and it's like Let's, are we going to point out every fucking terrible deal that's been created? Then all right, we can do that. Yeah, they, don't, you, they don't do that. If you want me to, <laughs> if you want me to on this show, start dedicating like a good five, ten minutes every single day to terrible deals that I've been a part of or I've seen other people a part of, we can do that too. If you want to, media, all right, agent, agent media. I would let you know we can do that every single day, or we can have a little fucking respect for Bobby Wagner taking a little ownership <laughs> himself. Go ahead, Ty Schmidt. Debo, we've heard a lot about uh, the Honey Badger and how. Bunch bunch of teams are interested in him why don't you think we've heard as much about Gilmore it seems like every team needs a good cornerback like he hasn't really lost a step I don't think why why is it that very few teams have seemed like they're interested in Stephon Gilmore uh, I've been seeing some teams connected to him but it's just that once that age and even with uh honey badgers once you get to that 30 and once you get around that 30 as a defensive back more so at the corner position than the uh, safety position, especially the style of play that you're going to want when you bring a guy like Gilmore in. And probably the number that he's going to demand, he's going to be a guy that you want matching up with number one receivers, uh, being able to sh uh, shift defenses and leave them on the island. So um, some teams may not be as interested in that position. And as a corner, you'll see some value kind of get uh, thrown around because more defenses are going to too high safety looks now. So it's less stress on corners so unless you're in a, a system like uh the dolphins where you got a guy like um howard who is on an island and turns the ball over you i think you're gonna see the number of corners getting massive deals uh unfortunately probably drop so let's talk about xavier howard getting a deal there with the dolphins a two-year deal by the way his last deal negotiated by an agent aged terribly so nobody's talking about that <laughs> hated it for three years nobody's talking about that right that's obviously so he got a new deal his last deal he wasn't happy with it wasn't his last year wasn't happy with that an agent negotiated right it's always like hey his last year he wasn't happy interesting narratives uh, yeah. I, I, it's kind of kind of rubbed me the wrong way but let's let's follow up. how do you feel about trading within the division there Devonte parker going the xavier howard deal takes place Devonte parker ends up in new england i feel like that's a big win for the new england oh yeah like a huge, huge win for the patriots right and mac jones yeah i mean what is this year eight nine for parker uh incredible that athlete. long if he gets eight i think it's the eighth year yeah Holy yeah eighth year. shit haven't really lived up, I would say, to his expectations. Obviously, he hasn't had a great quarterback, O-line, offense, all those different type of things. And as a receiver, the most dependent position on the field. But if you're just looking at talent-wise, which obviously Belichick, looking at him, and seeing him in division twice a year, he's probably like, okay, I can do something with this guy. They gave up a high pick to get him. Uh, and they need kind of that guy that can uh, go up and make those type of plays. I've, I've been on the basketball court with this dude, and – one of the best athletes I've seen. So if he can stay healthy, I think it could be a great trade uh, for the Patriots. Surprised to see the Dolphins trade him in the division. That was definitely the surprising. But um, you knew Parker 
uh, would probably be the odd guy out once they made that move, uh, bringing Hill over, signing Cedric Wilson. Uh, uh, who else? To be? And then obviously drafting Waddle last year. So uh, you, you kind of figure Parker Pete be on his way out. Hey, he locked you down, huh? Nah. It, well, you know, <laughs> I don't want to play too much defense and pick up ball. But uh, just him up and down that court, dude, like, dude was, dude was impressive. Very impressive. You still getting buckets or what? I saw a video of you last mm-hmm. week, but two uh, two fat, bland whites stood right yeah. in front of the mm-hmm. cell phone yeah, there for a little bit and ruined a couple of shots. You, Yeah, I still, you know, I still find a way to get in there. But, yeah, I'm getting bucked. You know, you got to keep those. Everybody can't get in the ring and go to WrestleMania and shit. You got to keep those competitive juices flowing. I heard you talking about bad brand of basketball. We got a quality brand of basketball down here, 24-hour fitness. So I, I go and get my reps in every week. Hey, it was sweet, D, but to, like, um, you know, have to do something in front of a lot of people. Like, that's a mental, you know what I mean? I, I Like, I, I don't know how to describe it. but A lot of people. Yeah, but when you're in front of somebody, like, a lot of people when you're live, it's like, okay, I there's no, like, redos. There's no, yeah. you know, like, there's no redos. And it's the first time I've had to do something, like, physical in front of a lot of people in some time. Felt good, D, but felt good to be back out there. Like, hey, gotta go. And that punt, hey, I fucking, that I tried jump, to, yeah, that jump to the top rope. And I, you know, I seen you do, but that jump in the J's, in the skinny J's. <laughs> all on, jeans man. are skinny that, jeans, that, D, that but hey, on these legs, all jeans are skinny jeans. You hear me? AJ Dillon, by the way. Yeah. I don't know what his ass is saying. Mm-hmm. Hey, applesauce, fucking pipe down. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he t- he tweeted. Pat McAfee's got some small quads. Like, what? Whoa, 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 whoa. The disrespect. Whoa. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, I'm retired, dude. All right? Mm-hmm. Don't you worry about these damn ham hawks right here. <laughs> okay? Damn it, AJ. Go ahead, Todd. Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, Diggs, go ahead. Connor, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, D-Butt, just to answer your question, uh, <laughs> Devontae Parker actually chose New England, okay? The Cowboys were also in on him, and he said, hey, I want to go play for Bill and catch passes for Mac. But uh, mm-hmm. Sauce Gardner said uh, he tweeted – uh, I'm the best player in this draft. Do you like that coming from a young corner coming out of uh, college, going into the NFL? Or do you think that kind of almost puts like a target on his back to get absolutely toasted by guys? <laughs> no, I mean that's that's what you're supposed to say, you know. In the draft, he's the number one corner. I think uh, most most people would say in the, in this draft. Obviously, he's put up the film, he's backed it up uh, throughout the whole process. So on, uh, that's that's what you're supposed to say. The guy Thibodeau, the pass rusher coming out of Oregon, has been very uh confident super confident you know which turns off some people but you know being in that locker room that's the mindset you you gotta have and some people keep that inside some people talk out loud and as a corner you gotta have that type of uh, mindset you gotta have that short-term memory when you get beat you still gotta line up again just like uh pat was talking about doing a lot of shit in, uh, in front of a lot of people week in week out he's gonna be matched up with you know chase jefferson uh, whoever else that's dominating the league and receiver on an island every week. So you got to have that type of confidence. I don't think that'll turn off evaluators or um, or, or guys that are going to be drafting at all. I mean, I love it. Did you ever have a chain that had uh, D-butt just kind of iced Ooh, out on? Yes. Did you ever have that? And why Why not nah. if no? No, nah, I mean, I, I you know, I, I, had a, I had a chain, which was a rookie mistake. De- definitely a rookie mistake. I had a big chunk. And a lot of these guys... <laughs> Before the process, before they drafted, they go out and get it, you know, with, you know, different, obviously, lines of credit and all that shit before you actually get your money, which I wouldn't advise. But some people think they're going, you know, top 10, may slip to the second round. But after I got money, I definitely went out and, and bought some dumb shit. Uh, but, I mean, everybody got to go through that. You know, you get it off your chest, but not. D-Butt, I'm against customized jewelry because once you go to sell it or sell it back, 
they're gonna uh, kind of tax you on that because uh, now they gotta note it down and redo all the shit. So just go get you a nice little chunk or something simple that you can swap out. This is gonna sit on the shelf. How many D butts are out there? You know, because he exactly. had, he had that sauce. He had yeah. that sauce chain that he was wearing at the combine. And I was like, oh, I fucking love this guy. Like, I, <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea how much that costs. If that's real or not, I do not know. Either way, if it is or if it isn't, awesome that he wore this. And it seems like he's more confident than any other person out there. He looks smooth, too, in yeah, all of his. And he's tall. He's athletic. Yeah. I, yeah. I bought an Escalade the day I was drafted. Didn't get a check for three months. Almost got that thing repoed. So, let's hey. see, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a mistake. It's a mistake. Yeah. It's a mistake. You look good, though. It did. It was, hey, I had that thing. <laughs> hey, it was on 24s at one point. I had that thing on uh, all blacked out 24s. I used to drive that thing into the fucking ground, too. I used to drive that thing like it was a goddamn Honda Civic. You know, I would drive back to Pittsburgh every single weekend. Why don't you fly? No, me and the caddy. <laughs> me and the caddy are taking a trip. I fucking love that thing. Go ahead, Tom. D-Butt, there's some news coming out of the 2019 wide receiver class. Uh, there's some smoke. Terry McLaurin, DK Metcalf, AJ Brown. Uh, do you think any of those guys potentially get moved? And if you were if you were looking for a while, which one of those three would you would you be looking Ooh. for? Titans, I had to follow up. Titans said AJ Brown is not yeah. available. Which is smart, uh, you know. That's really their only receiving weapon. But uh, <laughs> t- Terry, Terry out of us, uh, Gary Terry out of, out of Washington, man. He, if you look at the the roster of quarterbacks that he's played with uh, throughout his career, and he's 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 ball. He's produced year in year out. So um, that will be the guy. If I can go get any one of these guys, you know, he's going to make the tough contested catch. He can affect the, the passing game on all three levels, short, intermediate, deep. Um, I go to, and he's an he's a ultimate locker room guy, too. Great leadership uh, ability. So I go Terry Mack uh, easily out of uh, Washington. Hey, let's talk about But he's with Carson, though, so he's not going to want to leave. You're right. Carson. True. Is that why teams are looking at Terry? What has it been? Because they, they're under congressional... Hmm. investigation why like why are they watching the terry mclaurin situation i think it's just because these guys are going into the last year of their rookie contracts and they do not have an extension yet with the current teams that they're on so like brandon bean told us like oh maybe they're not happy with the situation hey we can give you something for this guy speaking of bean what i saw some some talks about digs too you know obviously with the market at the you know elite uh receiver market up there 28 plus right now they probably won't have the money to pay digs so nope he might be available. So, um, <clears throat> Ballard, make the call, man. Oh! <laughs> yeah, yeah. We need a weapon, by the yeah. way. We need at least we one of these weapons. Nice. At least he one. He be a perfect guy. God, imagine. That's all he did for Josh. Oh, imagine Matt Ryan. How, oh. How handsome he's going to look back there next to Jonathan Taylor. Oh. With that offensive line. Yeah, Pittman. You got Diggs and Scary Terry. Oh. oh you're getting both? <laughs> what? Yeah, holy <laughs> shit, you're getting both of them? Oh, wait till you see DK. They're, they're, we're going to run. Okay. It's going to be trips. Okay. And it's going to be fucking Terry McLaurin, Stephon Diggs, and DK Metcalf. Good luck. They're going to be trying to jam. They're going to be running <laughs> rub. I mean, it Whoa. is. And then Matt Ryan's like going to throw that thing as soon as he gets it as far as he can mm-hmm. and it's just gonna be touchdown city dude Uh-oh, frank Mary. Reich's gonna do it yeah yeah probably not but you know all right uh the commanders are fucked d but have you yeah. heard this have you now Two books now they have come I, out and said this is not true this is actually like slanderous i believe yeah, is what yeah. they said disgruntled employee yeah they're but then i guess half of the committee that would be investigating this like, look at this look at this guy 
Well, he doesn't Anybody even have fucking his, believe this guy? He doesn't even have his mask on. Nope. <laughs> I mean, this guy, you can put cover your nose, please. Jesus. Flight attendant woke me up on my flight back. <laughs> I cannot believe that still to this day. But this guy has obviously not done things um, as Man. morally acceptable as a lot of people would expect that had worked there. And he has a lot of exposés. He's come out and said that it's completely uh, false. And somebody who ever says that is committing perjury, plain and simple. That's very uh, via Ari Mirov at My Sports Update. I guess half the committee, though, it is um, both parties represent this committee that's investigating this entire thing. And I guess some members of the committee came out and said this happened. And then the other people came like other party or whoever was also in there was like uh we're not 100 sure like this is true i believe if i read that wow. if i read that right so there's a lot of mixed reporting and who knows what's real and what isn't but it feels like once the money thing becomes a problem that's when shit really starts to fall down that that's when it started to happen i don't do you feel it are you viewing it the same yeah, way sure. well, no? you know once the government get involved and they feel like you know they're getting cut out of the deal that's gonna fuck everything up. Yep. So well, I mean, the, not the only the government, stadium, the yeah. all the other allegations that he should have probably been uh, out of the league for at this point anyway. But you know, Snyder, he's he's tied in with the right people, so it's interesting to see how this will how this will all play out. The but, people uh, he's tied into with D, but now that's what they're alleging is that he was lying to the other owners too. So there was a part of this where he was lying about the revenue that he was receiving from ticketing to the other owners because they got to share that pot or whatever. Yeah. So it's not only the government's like interested in the two books now also allegedly publicly his partners, business partners also getting lied to. And then some people from that same committee came out and said, this isn't true. I'm like, how the fuck? Okay. How can you, this is the problem. This is the problem. <laughs> same committee investigating the same thing. One group of people's reporting, nope, this has been completely bullshit. Same committee investigating the same thing came out and said, ah, we don't know if that's true. How? How? What do we know what's real and what is it at this point, D-Bud? Hey, if you're cutting out the government, you're cutting out other billionaires, I'm sure they'll get to the fucking bottom of it. I'll tell you that <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, we appreciate you, D-Butt. Can't wait to see more of you. Hey, this upcoming season is going to be a lot uh -huh. of Darius Butt. Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah. we can't wait. We're thankful for you. The host of the Man to Man podcast, nine-year NFL vet, ladies and gentlemen, Darius Butler. Yeah. Elon, get your ass in there. Let's go. Hey, listen, Elon. What do you say? Make it a block. Elon, I, I've been pushing Elon a lot about the jetpack. Like, mm -hmm. hey, get me a... Yep. So I can just, he can create that. I need him to do that. Now he has to figure out Twitter, I guess, before he can do that. But there's a lot of pressure on you, Elon. Not that there hasn't been your entire life here on planet Earth as a, you know, an alien from another planet with a big old brain. Twitter is my favorite place. I love Twitter. And the idiots that run Twitter have no idea what Twitter is, it feels like. Elon gets it. Elon knows the game. Elon's going to get in there and tell you. We appreciate you, Elon. Thank, Thank you, Elon. Elon. Twitter's the best. Yeah. It really is. By far. Mm -hmm. It was the only platform I actually dedicated all of my time to, which hindsight, probably not a good business move, but we're here we are, right? Probably should have got on YouTube a long time ago because it is such a great platform and you're able to profit off it. And you know, you got to really work YouTube. Mm -hmm. You got to keep going so that they know that you're going to be there. The algorithm is a very real thing. You hear Mr. Beast talk about it with Rogan. You hear about basically every YouTuber that's ever made a real living being like, hey, you got to, you got to play YouTube. Like you got to actually do YouTube. For us, 
I don't think I know all the ins and outs of it. I'm not an expert. We got Billy Tubes programming back there and coding. Foxy obviously helps. Everybody helps out. You just got to show up, though. Like, yeah. YouTube is like, hey, you got to show up here. And if you do, we understand. We'll put some trust in you. The algorithm will do its thing. So I should have probably been doing that for a long time. Instagram never my thing, mostly because of my face. You know, sure. mostly because of my face. I didn't do a lot of Instagram, never really understood. But Twitter was my bait. Like I was on Twitter so much time for those 27 months where I wasn't allowed to drink, smoke, or basically hang out with my friends after I got in trouble uh, for an alleged incident that happened. Twitter was just basically all I did. Because if I was to leave, all my friends went out still. Every, everybody that in my circle went out. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> so there was, Sorry, dude. Yeah, it's all right, man. It was a long two years, but you guys, I tried once to go out with them and just drink water. But when you're the guy that is normally like, hey, uh, 100 shots, let's get after <laughs> yeah. him. And then all of a sudden you're the water drinking guy. I was uncomfortable. I was awkward, which I think made everybody else awkward. So I was like, I'll just see you guys in fucking two years, dude. I got <laughs> yeah. to stay. So I would see them during the day, but then whenever they were living their life, I, Twitter just became like what I did. You know, it was a, not the most easy time in my life, but I started diving in there and starting to get it and understanding it was built perfectly for me. And then as it continued to grow, there was one time where they almost went bankrupt. I'm like, how the fuck are you guys going bankrupt when it is such a good platform? And then they started selling out heavy there for, a bit it felt like the kardashians kind of took over twitter for a while became tabloid twitter and what it, that's not what twitter's about they kind of re rewrited the course but then they lost their way again whenever all the politics started not listen people are going to get into politics it's a very serious thing but for a platform i feel like they just really dropped the ball for a while yeah and it, it was twitter started getting smeared like oh fake news both sides were like twitter is the reason this is happening twitter is the reason this is happening i think there is a safe space in there on twitter where we can really make that a beautiful place as opposed to the opposite i've always been a firm believer i think elon musk is as well and that's good news that he's in there yeah for sure can you i, I can't even imagine like the time before we had twitter where it's like you go like how, how did you even get news, news. Yeah. you know what i mean because it really is like hey if, if i need to figure out something i'm not going anywhere but twitter i don't google things i go to twitter and search right mm -hmm. and twitter like has the the basic figured out for me twitter is awesome i mean obviously you google things where you need to find out how to spell a word or synonyms for something <laughs> Mm -hmm. or something like that but if something's happening in the world you go to Twitter searches you're going to find that answer much quicker much more efficient and much more detail and multiple sides of it too you know like yes. this person's why is this person pissed about it why is this person mm -hmm. pissed about it it's it's a beautiful thing. I hope they. I hope they make it like a a place that everybody loves. To answer your question, before that, you sat down at your table, you opened up the paper, you had your black coffee and a cigarette, and you found out your news that way. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Why don't you fucking well, maybe be you know just a man for one minute? Well, I did used to read the paper. Yeah, I'm not drinking the coffee. I'd enjoy a cigarette in the morning as well with the paper, you know. But I mean, <laughs> I don't want to do that. I'd rather just look at my phone. I love when the nightly news. So whenever Twitter was really growing and going. I had a nice assortment of people I followed where I get news from everywhere, even North Korea there for a while. Yeah. When things were popping mm -hmm. off, I had a good plug in North Korea yeah. that mm -hmm. I was following on Twitter. Now, once again, who knows if that's real or not? Just right. going to say how they do Who that. knows if that's real or not? But I would know everything happening in the world by 1 p.m. or 2 p.m. And then the nightly news comes on at like 7, and they're like, tonight, breaking news. And I'm like, nah. That was 
bro, that was 11 a.m., bro. Yeah. What the fuck? You were already behind. This thing's already over, mm -hmm. man. I don't even know if that's the case. Them having to adjust and become more sensationalized bullshit as mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. Twitter has changed everything. And I, I'm happy Elon Musk is in there, and I love it. And with the block and mute features, too, oh. I understand there's a lot of bullies and assholes in the world, and I concur, and they shouldn't even be allowed on Twitter. Don't be scared to block somebody, man. Yeah. If you want to just get somebody out of your life, you're not soft for that. You're actually a much stronger human because you were choosing your own happiness over dealing with somebody else's fake bullshit. That is an incredible feature that needs to be exposed more. And if somebody gets blocked or muted by a numerous amount of people, like Twitter should automatically just send them into Twitter purgatory, Twitter jail, where you're in there with all the other assholes, basically. That yes. is a good idea. Yes. Like, hey, if there's... This person, because there's some people that celebrate being blocked by people. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I've been blocked by 100 people or whatever. If that, if that, if your numbers are up there, it's like, all right, you're fucking off. Yep. See you later. Yeah. Yeah. And no new accounts either from this particular IP. Like, we can make it a good place. It's like Grand Theft Auto. If you're really bad on the lobbies, they throw you in the bad boy lobby. Oh, yeah. What? Mm -hmm. Yeah, let them have their own little, yeah, you know, their own games. See who can. So you can survive in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let's make this place awesome. But that's quite a tangent we just went on uh, to get back to a guy that does not use Twitter. No, A never. guy that has no idea what Instagram is. Sure. He has an account, and Miller Lite paid him to use it one time, but mm -hmm. he's got no idea what's going on over there. He's Super Bowl champion, college football national champion, COVID survivor, and part-time booker for the show. Yeah. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, AJ Hall. What's up, dude? I, I am the booker for the stars, aren't I? Bro. Really had a well, really got one today. Also, hey, first off, I, I saw the last ten minutes. Sorry to Colt Nost if I lost him his dream job that he got at CBS by us making <laughs> it public that CBS would not let him come on. He was scheduled to come on, and he said he didn't say CBS would never let him on. I guess he said he can't do any interviews this week during so, Masters Week. I guess. Okay, so. yeah. So you know, we'll get him after. Get yeah, after. that's that would <laughs> be great. You know it. what I mean? That's, I, I don't. I'm not saying it makes any sense. I just hope it doesn't get him any hot water. We'll get him for the QVC.com memorial. Yeah, yeah here we go. Weeks. Don't they hear that though? Like, does someone say that out loud? I'm like, oh wait, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Well, you remember? It happens all over the place though. People are so dumb. Oh my god. These are the people, by the way. We just went on a long rant about it. That don't like. Breaking news. They have no idea how things work. Yeah. And all we're doing is promoting the Masters and what they're doing and what CBS is doing and driving people to the to watch the program. And they don't need us. I understand the no, Masters. They definitely don't. They do, they do not need us. Like, we're very lucky. We'd be very thankful to touch them. That dude's a FanDuel guy, though, too. I, I'm assuming a lot of motherfuckers had no idea who he is. Like, mm -hmm. I uh, no offense. I assume the golf community knows him, former player, absolute stud. I heard he's very good on a microphone. I was like super excited about yeah. it. CBS like, nah, we don't want anybody to know that he's good or who he is. Yeah. Please fucking get over it. Let's talk about the Masters, AJ. Uh, Tiger Woods is playing, dude. He's going to win that thing. I of course. What do you mean? Guaranteed victory, right? What's that about? I'm not being, I'm not being facetious here, but if Tiger's playing, I do feel like, all right, hey, let's see. If he, if he makes the cut, I, I'm like, okay, yeah, this dude's going to win the tournament. Yes, yeah, so... You kind of said that condescendingly there yeah. early. You say, yeah, he's gonna win I'm saying if he's healthy enough to make the cut, which means like if he if he can make the cut, we'll probably know early on, and he's healthy enough because what he has done, you're forgetting the back surgery that he had just had before he got the wreck too. Like he has so many things he's dealing with, but if he can make if he can physically kind of make it through the first couple of days and make the cut and be somewhat in contention, bam, he's winning. Do you think they reset everything when they went in there? Like, hey, this is going to be a big surgery, so we might as well just, 
Starts you from scratch here. Just rebuild yourself up. He's saying he's still sore, I guess, whenever he's golfing. He's battling through some pain. So maybe it wasn't just a full correction. But I, they probably had to fix a lot of shit that they had already gone in there and fixed uh, very recently. And his rehab probably just started all over again from the very beginning. The rehab he has had to have gone through from that moment to now, I would like to make sure we reiterate, had to be fucking awful. Terrible. Like the amount of pain he's had to go through to get to this moment, he's probably battling through a lot. And exciting. 4 a.m. in the morning, though, reteaching your back how to be a back and everything, <laughs> every muscle in your body building back up, all your joints. His legs, I think, were fucking both broke, oh, right? Yeah. So, I, I mean, the amount of rehab he's had to go through to get his muscles back. They said he was still spinning, or his velocity was like 160 or 170 miles an hour, <laughs> which is. I think up, it's not as fast as he once was, but it's still PGA. This dude's a machine, AJ. He's a fucking machine, that guy. Yeah, I mean, it's he took it over golf. Like he changed golf for all of time. And now it even happened. I mean, when was when was Tiger rolling where he was winning multiple, like tons of tournaments every year? Early two thousand, right? Yeah, late nineties into early two thousands. Probably. Yeah. Into, so a lot like, of people haven't seen it. Like in, yeah. when Tiger was really rolling, I know I did. I was I was a kid. And I got to see him, and it was like, okay, I didn't watch much golf, but we all started watching golf, especially on Sundays, because Tiger was probably going to win, and it was going to be cool to watch. Yeah, I think Tim McAfee got into golf mostly because the Tiger run, but also, like, John Daly, mm -hmm. I think, brought a lot of people in. Mm -hmm. And then Tiger Woods captivated all the, the oh, this is the fuck, here's the guy. Yeah. yeah. Here's the guy. The, like, I think that happened to a much larger crowd than they had ever had in the past. And they had to deal with it. You know, they had to learn how to utilize it. And the Tiger effect, became, everything he was doing was getting marketed huge. So the machine got behind Tiger as well, as it should have. And now we're watching documentaries where he's been swinging in his garage. He was like a tiny little kid making putts. He was, I didn't know he was groomed to be what he did become. So, like, congrats to him. Yeah, I do. Sacrificed his childhood, basically, for yeah, all yeah. of this. And obviously he got caught up in some controversy, and that's going to happen when you're a megastar ever since you're a kid and you're not going to handle everything properly. And he's fucked up, and I assume he has admitted that. But there was like 40,000 people watching him in the practice round yesterday. A couple years ago, whenever he made the run at the Masters, I mean, it geez. was the most must-watch thing. <laughs> yeah. he still got, hey, you still got it. This dude still has the that's juice. That's Monday. Yes. That's Monday when the first competitive round is not until Thursday. I understand it's the Masters, but the majority of, I mean, has any other tour pro ever had a gallery like that for a real round, for a Sunday <laughs> round where they're 20 deep? Bro, look how sick that looks. Insane. Imagine having, like, this type of photo, but that. Does Tiger just walk down a hallway of, like, remember when he almost got tackled in that one oh, fairway, yeah. like, out of a movie? He had to, the entire, it's, he's unbelievable. I'm so happy for him, but once again, his rehab to get back to this point has had to be some of the most miserable shit of all time. Every day, waking up knowing it's going to suck, going to bed knowing tomorrow's going to suck, all so he can have this moment. Good on him, AJ. Fucking good on him. Multiple back surgeries, too. And anyone, that, I am lucky that I've never had a back surgery. I know how terrible it is to have back issues. It affects every single aspect of your life. But after you have one back surgery, you're never the same. Tigers had how many? Five, six? They just keep going in there. Yeah, man. Listen, as somebody who has a little back neck thing yeah. mm -hmm. going on right now, AJ, because of this, what did Brock say? Holstein cattle-sized head. <laughs> yeah. uh -huh. He described it. I got a Holstein cattle-sized head. Or what? And he does, by the way. He has a big head. You have a big noggin. I also have a large head, large cranium. So picking it up off the pillow last night was I had to wake up and piss. And I went to sit up, and it was like, oh, oh my God. I can't. I had to... 
I had to like tricep pull my head up with my body last night. And I'm like, these are some, this is some people's like existence. Like there's some people that feel that like. Oh, good though. Didn't it probably feels, it kind of feels good. Like, hey, yeah, man, I did something. Yes. Like this is, I mean. Being sore is good. Like being sore. Yeah. Cool. Like, oh man, oh, he's so sore. Hey, I, I did something. This one hurts more than anything else I got on my whole body. Is that burn? Rug burn? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it's when I did the, the back elbow. Mm-hmm. Banged it. Which was clean. That was, that was Very good. clean. It was. I, I yeah, really enjoyed that it. That was awesome. And then I saw him standing there. I'm like, oh, shit. I've seen somebody do this before. Fucking Hurricane Rana. Give me it. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that thing. One. <sighs> oh, my God. I got this goddamn guy. Come on, Pat. I was too excited. Yeah, Michael Cole was awesome. I just watched my match back for the first time this morning. I hadn't seen it. How'd you like it? I mean, I didn't want to watch, to be honest. Michael Cole was like, will you please watch? Because Michael Cole had like maybe his best call of all time. And big shout out to him and Byron Saxon. But Michael Cole was awesome yeah. in there. I mean, he was fucking <laughs> awesome in there. It was cool to hear. But there was a lot of things I completely forgot happened. You know, When I would go out to punt on a field... I would just kind of go in, whatever, and like, I don't want to say blackout, but I'd come back off the field in the long side. Let's say it was Overton or Justin Snow, would be like, how was the snap? I'm like, man, I have no fucking idea. I couldn't even, <laughs> I couldn't even tell you, dude. I, I think it was, it was good. I think. I get it. I get it. Yeah, like literally, that's what happened. Same thing happened in the match, basically. Like, I went in there, and then, I, like, I remember walking out and, like, looking around. But then once I started walking, I, I don't remember much from that entire point. Then obviously, you know, getting stunned is a moment you mm-hmm. you do yeah. recall. Hey, I'll go up there. You go over there. I'll remember that forever. <laughs> right. That whole thing was pretty sweet. But a lot of it I did not recall. The fans were fucking awesome. Hey, those fans were incredible. It was so much fun. And I forget how we got into this, but I watched it back this morning for the first time. And I'm so, so thankful yet again. Yeah, like when we were watching it this morning, you didn't even realize that during the match when, like, if Theory was starting to, like, wail on you, that the fans started to jump yeah, back yeah. in with the... I had no idea that happened. I realized that this morning. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. That was happening. I didn't even... I couldn't even hear that. I didn't... I had no idea that was taking place. It was... It was awesome. I took a... After the Hurricane Rana one too, I was kind of feeling myself a little bit. Mm-hmm. Rightfully so. I was yeah. kind of feeling, I'm like, God damn, you just did a fucking Frankenstein. Right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, what are we, are we even talking Is that about? when you jump up and you, your legs go over his head and you flip him? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty- I don't even know how, yeah, I don't even know how to describe it. Yeah. So <laughs> right leg got good. Left leg only around his shoulder here would have been my, I think I'd get him to one, two, three if I locked that thing all sure. the way in. Yeah. Because, you know, when you're doing it, you're kind of pinching both sides of the neck, too. Mm-hmm, sure. So it's a little bit, uh, it's hard to breathe, and you're getting flipped. Right. I didn't get, I didn't hit it as clean with the left leg, didn't get all the way up. But, you know, next time, next time, it's still sitting in there. You should have used the moss strap. Well, the <laughs> mouse strap. Yeah. What if you would have flipped up the apron and pulled that sucker out from underneath? Sammy's still on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shove him back in. <laughs> wow, shit. shit. If I can put That's it a back. good idea, actually. Yeah, I know. In hindsight, we should have. I mean, then, you know, that would involve, yeah, that probably wouldn't, it's impossible, obviously, because too much, we don't know what's going on out there, you know? Right, yeah, yeah, The time comes, because that thing might end in, you know, the first three seconds, like how I planned on it. Exactly. Almost did. I threw a couple Oculus in there. Did you kick him at all? Uh, So I was going to end it with a kick, and he fucking moved. I don't know how he knew it was coming. I mean, I literally went like this (laughs) with my leg, and I was screaming. You definitely telegraph it. Yeah, yeah, I did. I made some amateur mistakes. (laughs) (laughs) I made a couple amateur mistakes, right? I am admitting that. When the Hurricane Rana, 
One, two, I was just too excited. I should have sure. fucking continued to beat on him. Instead, I tried to pick him up and give him another big right, maybe a kick there, and backbreak. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God, where am I? Why am I here? Yeah, in the kick, I probably shouldn't have been as loud as I was. I was too loud on that kick. I was basically telling him, hey, hey, it's coming. Yeah. It's you, coming. I you, miss. He kicks me on. I'm done. Who would have ran it back, too? But then right after that, he saw you try and line up the kick and said, okay, I need to go for his legs. Yeah. Takes you out by the legs, and then you can't run Real it back. Real asshole, man. Yeah. I mean, it's bullshit. It was one of those things, too, where if you do land on that, He's you, dead. you kick his jaw yeah. off and kill him. Yeah. So it's like, and then who knows? We might not get Mr. McMahon and, and Stone Cold coming out because, you know, the EMTs have to come yeah. down, and that's the end of it. Well, and if I break his jaw, how's he going to wear his mask, too? You know True. Very good point. Hey, smart. Thank you for saving. Anybody talking about that? What, Matt? Who? What? Is that 95? Excuse me? Oh, Austin Theory? Yeah. Yeah. Stay safe. Oh, okay. Yeah, you don't. You can't wear it with a broken jaw, can you? No. I don't know. How do people with broken jaws wear their masks all through that thing? I think they just uh, stapled it to their face. They had an exemption, probably. No. Well, they keep their jaw shut. Oh, yeah. Jaw so wired shut. Plug oh, some, so it's like, probably a better mask. Yeah, they just plug their nose with like, like, uh, like a clothespin or something. Yeah, yeah there and they just die. Huh? Yeah. No, they you breathe. Said they can't open their mouth. No, they breathe right there through the wire. Yeah. yeah. Hey, does, is Goopy wearing some chains today? Who? Goopy. Okay. Are you normally wearing those things, Goop? Yes. You usually do, yeah. What's this guy's deal? Oh, open your fucking eyes, huh? Jesus. All right, let's dive I, I into... Hey, Gumpy's a good transition, by the way, because he, you know, I got to start differentiating between his grunts. Mm-hmm. Because yesterday, I said, Tone, how do we feel about the national championship, which took place last night? This is a good time for us to talk about it. We are a sports show. That's a pretty big moment. So I asked Tone Diggs yesterday, I say, uh, who are we betting on tonight? You know, the Hammered Down boys are, are hot right now. Who are we betting on? And Tone goes, uh-huh. I like Kansas. I like Kansas minus four or whatever. Exactly. And Gumpy in the back goes, oh. And I thought that was like, uh, and he was smiling while doing it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay. My initial read on that sound with that thing was, okay, they're, the Hammered Down Boys are both on Kansas. That did not, we, we registered, we moved on. I don't even think we talked about anything else. When I was on that bed before that game started, I pulled myself up, you know what <laughs> I mean? Because I couldn't do it. I go on a fan duel. I'm like, all right, I'm going to toss some last bets in. Oh, yeah, the Hammered Down Boys, they were both on Kansas minus four when those two were on the same side of things, especially with what they did in the Final Four. I'm going to hammer this thing. I wanted a 5X normal unit bet, okay? 5X on that thing because I like last game. It's national championship. I want to feel invested. Sure. I'd like to pay attention to this. Right. And UNC up 16 going into half. Bill Self and the boys look lost. I go over to Raw after WrestleMania. Ezekiel makes an appearance. Let's go, Zeke. Uh, younger brother of Elias. Mm-hmm. Elias went to our high school. We are still boots on the ground to see yeah. if any of our right. friends, little kid, a little brothers or sisters went to school with Zeke. He does look to be much younger than us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I went to a Catholic school. Yeah, we're not sure. He might have been an academy kid. But then I come back and the game's tied. I'm like, here we go, Kansas. We're on this thing. And then there's an inbound pass, four and a half seconds left, where a guy on Kansas gets it, runs directly out of bounds. Directly. You're about to win a national championship. You're up three. Runs directly out of bounds. Blow it dead. He gets fouled. He makes both of those. They win by five. How you doing? Keep moving. Me, the hammered down boys, all on Kansas. We did this thing. What a night. The the heat streak continues. Like, I'm living my best life i'm having a blast so obviously kid runs out of bounds they fucking do the whole thing they win by three congrats to kansas i see gumpy tweeting 
it was always, or UNC, never a doubt. I'm like, this motherfucker. Jeez. And then I see the hammered down, the hammered down uh, account is all UNC backers right now just going crazy. I'm like, why is Gumpy rubbing this in my goddamn face? So I asked Gumpy. I said, I thought you were on Kansas. He said, no, that was an underdog bar. Like, he was on the dogs, which UNC <laughs> was the entire time. Yeah, it was, it was a, who, who? Usually, I think what you you probably heard, and this is on me, it was probably like a, Ooh, ooh, ooh. Like yeah, that's yeah. my excitement. Bingo. Exactly. My Bingo. excitement is <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. and I did a we need to get Tim the Toolman ooh, Taylor in here. Oh man. Yeah. You see, there's two. That cost me a lot of money right my, there. That is my fault. I apologize. Yeah, I assumed oh, they were all on Kansas. I just assumed because I, I heard Goomp yesterday too. Like, okay, yeah, everyone's on Kansas. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so we're all on the same page here. And by the way, Gump was excited and I was incredibly hungover. So sure. I didn't know sure. if I misheard it as I saw Gumpy tweeting out. It was UNC, never a doubt or whatever. And I'm like, what the fuck happened? Anyways, Tone, uh, the final score was hit by 5,000 people. I believe that was the report, yes. And you gave us earlier in the day that the dogs were 35 and 32 Correct. on the entire tournament. Yes. Anything else that is notable from this March Madness? And congrats to Kansas on their one shining moment. Yeah. The yeah. Kansas City Jayhawks, AJ. The Kansas City yep. Jayhawks, as Mark Emmer called Pretty it. easy. Pretty easy to mess that one up, isn't it? He had a... Dude, he... He had a good promo going. He yeah, started yeah. off strong. Put over the good. fans, put over New Orleans. He had good energy. It's like, oh, this guy normally gets booed probably everywhere he goes. And then he had to end it with a... Not a public speaker, so I guess yeah. we shouldn't yeah. judge him too hard. But pretty massive fuck up there. But, Tone, anything else from Biggest that? takeaway. It was, in my eyes, it was an awesome tournament. I thought so, too. Good basketball tournament. Uh, Carolina finished the tournament 6-0 against the spread. So, I mean, that was everyone's favorite team in the tournament. Wow. You, fucking, you bring that Skrill at home, you're going to be everyone's favorite team. You think Roy Williams is uh, excited that they didn't win without him, but they did show good promise so he can say, hey, my recruits did well? And he, yeah, and he was spotted at the casino the night in New Orleans the night before the uh, Oh, downtown, that's a good That's a giving casino. Hey, by the way, that's me, Foxy, Nick, Digs. Oh, yeah. Everybody that's ever been to that casino has won, AJ. Giving that's casino. A lot of smiles coming out of that casino. In Pittsburgh, Rivers Casino, nobody's smiling on the way out of that yeah. casino. Okay, so who, Wait, who was there the night before? Roy Williams. Because right. he oh, was okay. making all... It won, I mean, he just went 5-0 ATS on North Carolina, and I'm assuming he's putting at least 50K on each five stacks of high society on each game. He had a mask on in the casino, too? Yeah, he did. Had to. Mm -hmm. It looked like there was a lot. I hope he's okay. There are smokers in there, I think. And Roy Williams isn't about that life. I think there is a smoking section in that Probably casino. Probably. Oh, yeah. Most, I think so. I don't think so. No? Most casinos, they can smoke everywhere. Yeah, you can smoke cities wherever you it's want. It's like the last place on earth you can do that. Really? Oh, yeah. I know in Tahoe they can. In Vegas, of course they can. They got them in airports, too. They got smoking sections. You can go in there. The glass, yeah, the glass like cage. Like little boxes. Yeah. No, yeah, like a glass cage, essentially. That's just like a section of the airport where there's still airport seats but there's ashtrays in between them with mountains of ash <laughs> you're not smoking cigs anymore i'm happy for you yeah congrats mm -hmm. never say never though you know just well, like, like just like take said you have your one shining moment huh mm -hmm. when you get back into the marlboro game that's right maybe camel blue game i don't know <laughs> hey i hated that one shining moment thing because I know it's like a big deal and nostalgia, but as I'm watching it and I'm seeing the highlights that they're saying, I'm like, can we not remix that song a little bit? You know, can we not? And I might be in the minority here, so I, you would have to tell me how the internet is reacting. People love it. People love it. All I, all I know from that song is 
the video, was it last year or two years ago, that Darren Ravel put out of him dancing to it? Yeah, he did it again this year. Jesus Christ. Darren Ravel still doing it. Who's he uh, work for? Uh, Action Network, maybe? Still? I think so. He looked sick in Vegas a couple weeks ago, too, when the tournament started. I would like to let everybody know that I am not an anti-Darren Ravel guy, but my life is better since I've muted his account. Mm-hmm. Fair. Easy, sure. Foxy. Jesus uh, Christ. That was good. That was good. I, I just, I'm, uh, I'm not an What did Foxy do? He laughed. Fucking Big Poppy. I'm going to spit out water back there <laughs> as he was, he was drinking it because we've met Darren Ravel. He's always very been nice. very nice to me. He's always been very nice to me. But it seems like everything he does, there is a lot of negativity around it. So, but it's okay. I've asked you this before. And anyone I know, I ask, that knows him, it, this is serious. Like he, when he ran the 40, that's not sarcastic. Like all this stuff is real. Well, I don't know him that well. He has a gimmick? That's not what, even like a gimmick. I heard it's like, I don't know. I thought he was doing it to be funny and cool. Oh, hey, yeah, look at this goofy guy. But I hear it's not. There's no way he ran it and said, this is as fast as I'm going to run. And I'm a fast guy, so I'm going to put this out. He knew what was coming. He knew. I, I sure hope so. He had to know. What are you saying? You're saying he didn't? I don't know. I, I think you're the one that's even told me, no, that's all. That's legit. Like, everything he's doing is not, like, joking. Well, well for shoot. I, I saw him sprint upstairs at the Houston Astros game. You remember that? Oh, yeah. yeah. He sprinted up an entire flight of stairs. I saw him. He looked awesome. Sport coat, suit coat. And then as he was running, we were all, I think we were pretty banged up, pretty vitamined up as well. Mm-hmm. He's driving, is that fucking Ravel? And then, Ravel! And he stops at the top of the thing like a movie, and he turns, and we get like a wave, and then he ran away. He's gone. <laughs> Those last time we saw, he, I'm not an anti-Ravel guy, but he does bring a lot of negativity to his thing. I don't know if it's on purpose or not. That is his gimmick. I don't know. I mean, if it's not on purpose, he's getting a rude awakening in those comments every, every single, single time. Day. Yeah, no matter what. Doesn't matter what he posts. If it's if he's trying to be funny, if he's not trying to be funny, people love shitting on him. So he wasn't trying to be funny with the Jackie Robinson deal, was he? Uh, when he said, I'm not racist, I have all the uh, Jackie yeah. Robinson memorabilia in my basement. That he had bought, and he he said he took a few screenshots. I believe I didn't follow him, but I know he was he was trending. I think that's how I saw this. Oh, that was the MLK thing, right? Yeah, where he's like, I'm a big MLK guy. <laughs> like, yeah, has to that be a bit, right? I, mean, I, mean, I, I, don't, I don't think that one is. That's no. an interesting bit if that's what he's trying to do. Self awareness always mm-hmm. really high with a lot of people. I think mm-hmm. that is something you know that's been very interesting to observe. I got to meet a lot of people, you know, WrestleMania weekend. Like Micah Parsons and Zeke, incredibly cool. I was very thankful for them. I watched that thing back this morning. Uh, they feel, I feel like those two get it. I feel like those two understand who they are, what they are, why they are, what they need to do for the next 10 years, everything like that. They were, Michael was pumped for me, man. Oh, yeah. Hey, I watched it back. I, he, they were actually the ones that I saluted when I was standing up on the thing because they were like going, I'm like, hey, I appreciate you, boys. George Kittle, he was, he was an... He was jumping at one. I looked over and George, I saw me and George Kittle made eye contact at one point <laughs> in the middle of that match. I was like, fucking George Kittle's here. I appreciate you. Man. Elias's younger brother was sitting with Micah Parsons. That's what I was thinking, too. No, no. Ezekiel Elliott. Mm. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. That is Zeke. Yeah. That's Zeke. Yeah. What if, Who's the other one? Elias's younger brother, Zeke. Zeke. What if he does come out? <laughs> oh, that'd be perfect. That'd be awesome. Just protein sandwiches. Yeah. He looked. Absolutely yoked. Yeah. How old so do you think this where's guy is? Where's the uh, where's 22. Elias then? Uh, we don't. Elias is still missing. Mm-hmm. Elias, we don't know what happened. Like to Elias. legit missing, or is he just doing something else? Uh, doing, we don't who know. Knows? Recording a solo album. Off to tune in. 
Yeah, there it is. One time. You fucking get it. Yeah. Uh, let's bounce through some NFL stuff. Gronkowski not ready to get back on that field, he says. He's not ready to commit. Is this a game here? He's uh, he's going to inevitably come back to the Buccaneers and Tom Brady and Coach Todd Bowles and the boys and maybe make another run at this thing. And Or do you think maybe there's a chance that he doesn't play football? His legacy is secure. He's a Hall of Famer. He's accomplished everything, two different places. He seems to be beloved by everybody. Uh, what do you think here goes on with Rob Gronkowski, AJ Hawk? I mean, I think he he ends up coming back. I don't know when that is. I mean, there's definitely still a chance that he does hang him up. I, no one, like, we don't know how he feels physically. We don't know how his body feels, how this last season was on him, how he is, where he's at mentally. I see him. They're promoing. Is he co-hosting like a Nickelodeon award show soon? On I think it's Nickelodeon. What? What are, uh, my kids, it's always on. He and Miranda Cosgrove. I don't oh. know why I know her name. I think she's from School of Rock. They're no, hosting I, like a I, kids Carly. Show. She was in School of Rock as well. Rock, yeah. yeah, kids' also choice. Host, maybe he's hosting a, a big party in Vegas too. I saw who wrong. Doesn't he have for that? UFC? Uh, let me see if I UFC can. the yep. draft. Oh, she has that boat. Doesn't there. he have like a cruise, the ground cruise or whatever they do almost every year? Is that still happening? I don't know. I don't know if COVID might have killed that. Actually. He's in no rush. He's got ice shakers too with his brother. Oh yeah, his brother. Just Chris. tell him about about July twenty third. Yeah, I think I'm gonna dust him off and come on back, guys, and just show up for camp. I've been training. Here's me running sprints every single day. You know, he does that whole different tights deal. Yeah, same tank top, but look at the tights. They change. I'm wearing long pants, and I'm wearing shorter pants, and I'm wearing no pants. Then I'm wearing tights, and it's five different days. He just takes off a layer of what he's doing. I love Gronkowski, man. I And any team would take him at any time, yeah. whenever the fuck he wants. And that is a pretty good feeling, I'd assume, if you're Rob Gronkowski. I was going to say, couldn't he just, like, if he wanted to, like week 12, he could just be like, yeah, I think I'll come play for the stretch run. <laughs> I've decided... Mm, I'm ready. Yeah, he could do that, right? Because retirement, he's just chilling. And I think he's a free agent as well. His contract is up. Yep. He literally can do whatever the hell he wants. I was talking to Darius' brother about this. Darius said he's the greatest tight end, and then he walked it back because he didn't – I don't know if he did enough research to say it and didn't want to step on anybody's toes. He's the greatest tight end of all time, right? I mean, obviously right now Travis Kelsey is going to make his way into the conversation with how great he's been for how long he's been. They're going to have to win another Super Bowl, I think. And although that is a quarterback thing, it also will be accounted for whenever he's being compared against all the other tight ends. Gonzalez is in there. Um, Shannon Sharp in there. Mm -hmm. So we brought Shannon Sharp earlier, and he said, well, if Shannon Sharp's in there, Gates got to be in the conversation. Mm -hmm. But Gronk is... Right? Gronk is the guy, I think, at that position. Gronk is like the – he's so unique, too. Like, just how – he's such a giant. Doesn't look like he's flying, but he's definitely outruns people all the time. Yeah, just the mismatches that he's able to create. I mean, I don't know how you – you can't really compare with numbers because back in the day, they just didn't throw the ball as much. So if you're trying to go 20, 30 years ago, compare him to tight ends then, that's tough to do now. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would easily, I wouldn't have any issue if someone said Gronk's the greatest tight end of all time. And by the way, he's not just a pass catching tight end. He's like a he, he's a body a, a baller. Yeah, yeah like a uh, it's like a secondary grader. tackle for them. He's a road grader. That guy. He yeah. He's broke and hurt a lot of Colts people while like burying them in there. It takes a lot of pride in the fact that although he's bigger, his his hands were compared to toilet seats. He says, this guy's got two toilet seats hanging off of his wrist. He's taller and he can catch everything. And somehow he's as nimble as like a ninja with how large he is. And his football IQ, they say, is like through the roof. Has a great feel for it. That's why him and Tom get along so well. I, I'm a big fan of Rob Gronkowski. And I'm very, 
very thankful we got to see him play. Did you ever play against him? Yeah, I played against Gronk and old uh, Hernandez, I believe, their first mm-hmm. year. Wow, was that? In, or in New England. How, when how'd that go? They ended up beating us. Um, Flynn, I believe, did Flynn start? I think Flynn was the yeah. starting quarterback. We almost won, but they we gave up one of the worst plays in all of uh, NFL history. They, you know, the uh, was it Dan Coppin, the the Dan guard Conley. took him back to, like to the two yard line on kickoff. Oh, yeah, was that? Oh, that was the kick that he ran all the way back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great play by him. Great. Did Very say anything to you? Who? Hernandez. Uh, I do not remember uh, conversating really with him at all. I kind of wish I would have talked to him. I knew they were both so damn good, though. I was like, these guys are unbelievable. Imagine if they were able to just continue to go. Like, if one guy didn't kill people and stuff. Like, Uh, imagine if they just simultaneous, same age, right? Oh, yeah. Same draft class. Imagine Tom with them for, like, fucking eight, ten years. Mm -hmm. Hernandez was younger than uh, Gronk, too. Because when he ended up coming out, I think he was, like, 21. So he would still... Only be like 33 right now. Oh, All right, let's move along. Uh, Bobby Wagner will be joining our program tomorrow. We'll right. be talking with Bobby Wagner. He negotiated his own contract with the Los Angeles Rams. It's a two-year, $17.5 million deal, $10 million guaranteed, although it was reported as a five-year, $50 million deal, which doesn't make any sense to any of us about the bullshit reporting, why that yeah. has always been a thing. And I'm not saying give us a Pulitzer Prize, but I do believe we have put a little bit of pressure on some people to be like, hey, enough with the Fugues numbers that make teams look better than they actually are because they're paying so much money, and agents look better than they actually are because the deals that are being published that they negotiated aren't real now there are great agents out there i am not saying there aren't there are incredible business people out there who do have the best interests of their clients and their players and everything like that there's a lot of bad actors out there as well that put on a suit and have no fucking idea what they're doing business wise so for a long time all of them have been protected there was even a rule at one point that other agents can't poach other agents clients if you're signed with an agent no other agents allowed to talk to you all that did was protect bad agents which is something that a lot of people have done for a long time bobby wagner negotiates his own deal he'll be on our show tomorrow to chit chat about that entire process also going to the rams and wearing number 45 i can't wait for it thank you big wag thank you you. now with that being said the florio what just buried his contract you know because he negotiated this isn't the first time sherman negotiates his own contract he buries sherman for negotiating his own contract i'm sure there's been others i I like Florio the person a lot. I like Mike Florio a lot. He and I have had an interesting relationship. He and I have had a great relationship. He has been very nice to us at different times throughout our entire process. It's great catching up with him. He's Paisano, (laughs) West Virginia guy. I like his son. I'm a big fan of it. His reporting of the NFL, though, vastly different than how we talk about the sport of the NFL. You know, it's it's a different game that he's playing than we are. He's sold his blog like twice, by the way. I mean, he is... Trailblazer in this entire internet world. Former agent does his thing. Our former lawyer does his thing. But I feel like he is plugged in with the agents. And anytime a player takes business in their own hands, he he's not the only one, but he is the loudest and the biggest because he is pro football talk, which everybody get very mad about that almost. Why do you think that's the case? And they always it's always like, well, I'm looking out for the best interest of the player. I'm looking out for Bobby Wagner's best interest. There's a lot of fucking bad deals that have been negotiated by agents over the history of the NFL as well. I like what Bobby did personally, but I don't think it's for everybody. Your thoughts on it, AJ? Yeah, I, I'm with you. Like I, if you feel confident that you can do that and you can negotiate your own contract, then absolutely. Why not take control and take power? Now, there is some weird thing where I understand agents 
trying to put it out there, hey, this is not a good idea. Because you know what? It's not a good idea for all NFL players to do their own contracts. We know that. Concur. There's certain ones that should and certain that shouldn't. Like, I don't think I should have done my own contract. I don't have the attention span to sit there and try to work through details and all that stupid stuff. So I wouldn't have tried it. But I feel like teams, though, GMs, people like cap people for teams, they have to be excited that the real numbers are coming out because it's tough to pay guys when you see these giant inflated numbers and then all of a sudden you have another agent coming, hey, well, you gave this guy got 50 mil guaranteed over here. You got to give us at least 52. And then you're like, now let's sit down. Let's actually look at the contract. I think the GMs like the actual numbers coming out. Owners had to have loved back in the day when they were paying everybody $700 million. Yeah, Yeah, I'm paying $10 billion to all my guys. Yeah. Now, now only, I don't know, maybe 10 million of that will come out. (laughs) But I would have, hey, if, if he would have held up his end of the bargain, I would have paid him all of that money. The only thing we were asking for him to do, and this is not a big deal. Cure polio, mm-hmm. okay, and we will pay you an extra $15 million. It's in the contract, right? That's right. Here. So Do you want me to show you the contract? Here's a clause right here. You build a hospital, staff the entire thing, learn how to beat all forms of cancer, both for dogs and for humans, and we'll give you another. Is it not say right here I would give you $20 million for that? Pretty cut and dry. I fucking said it. You didn't hold up your end of the bargain. Like, that is... And obviously it all related to football, but there were some incentives that were in some of these contracts that agents were negotiating mm-hmm. back in the day that were just impossible. They got rid of a lot of them. A lot of those non-likely-to-be-earned incentives, they called them. They got rid of those for a while. Now we're not seeing like the – it's not the, the non-likely-to-be-earned uh, incentives we're seeing in the contracts, but it's just the added years. And like you say, kick the can down the road. That's what makes them look like, hey, it's a five-year – hey, it's not a five-year deal, but, yeah, it's, it's pretty much a two-year. Like, that's how most contracts are now. And they could just kick it down the road. Like, for instance, the Pittsburgh Steelers' highest salary cap hit on the offensive side of the ball is Derek Watt what? at $4.7 million. <laughs> okay? $4.7 million. Right. And you – I don't <laughs> – I don't know if that bodes well for Steelers fans that that is the most amount of money that is allotted to anybody. But even if that was the case, there is still a way with the way modern contracts are uh, shaped that the other 10 guys on offense that are starters could be getting paid $1 million this year. So that's what the salary cap is. And then $25 million next year or the year after that. And they can just kick it down the road. So the inflated numbers are back in the game, what you were talking about, strictly so that they can deal with the salary cap year to year. And it's like you know Aaron's deal was reported like this is actually what his deal is every other deal is reported differently I feel like there is kind of a change excited to hear what Bobby Wagner thinks tomorrow what were you going to say Tone? Well I mean that's the Steelers are the highest paid defense in the NFL with the lowest paid offense in the NFL but they're also in the top seven I believe in salary cap space next year so then they'll get the offense and then it'll be a Super Bowl team and you know Course, yeah. you don't have to it works. Course, wait till you see Jonas what the Lions Salt. do. Oh, oh man, they're gonna really change the game. A lot of draft picks this year. Oh, oh shit, and yeah. next year. Today's show is sponsored by the best ticket app on planet Earth and the Moon SeatGeek. This is your weekly reminder that listeners of this show get 10% off at the link in our description right now on YouTube. That doesn't matter if you're a first-time user, a uh, a multiple-time user, whatever the case, 10% off all tickets at the link in our description. NBA playoffs are right around the corner. There's fights happening. There's more WWE shows. Baseball starting up. Concerts are out. 
out there. People are getting back on the road. You're alive, but are you living? Go live and experience something live. SeatGeek seating chart will make sure you're getting the best value possible every single time. Green means good ticket. Red means bad ticket. Green means, hey, we scanned the internet. This is a good ticket for where you're sitting at a good price. Red means, hey, this is probably a bad price for the ticket you're paying, but if you fucking need it, here you go. Mm -hmm. uh, just hit the link in the description next time you buy some tickets. Shout to SeatGeek for being fantastic. I got an event coming up with uh, Ryan Shazier. Yeah. Hell yeah. Can't wait for that. When's that, man? I, saw the, I, got the, I had the invite for that. I saw your name on there. Hey, you text me and let me know. It's awesome of you. Thank you. What a lot, you of, lot of big people going to be. I think Joe Mangian, Jim Manginello, whatever his name is. Jeez. What, dude? Are you oh, shitting me? The big old jacked, handsome dude. Sorry. Show uh, fucking respect. Sorry about it. Tell me his name. Tell me his name. Joe Manginello. Okay. Idiot. You guys are playing golf? Uh, <laughs> honestly, I am not sure what the event is, but I am going to it. It's an event at PNC Park or oh, somewhere down Take there. some BP. Oh, Did some dingers. Hell yeah. Might be hard to lift a bat with this thing. This thing's really <laughs> starting to hurt. Is I'm it? starting to realize, yeah. Yeah, it's gnarly. I might not even be able to pick my head up tonight because of how much that thing. It looks pretty tender. So I'm going to have to, but these things are the worst. Yeah, they're these, more painful. These ones are. will be around for a couple weeks, yeah. Me lifting my head up to get out of bed has been awesome. Like, all right, neck doesn't work. Yesterday, it felt like there was a magnet in the back of my head. Ah. With the bed. When I was going to get up, I was like, Ugh, can't even lift it up. And I'm going to go like, oh, let me fucking do this. I felt like a 90-year-old man. Dude. I don't know how they do it all the time. I have a neck stretcher in the back of my door you can use. No, no, I'm not strapping my neck up. Do you really, Z? Oh, yeah. Yeah, stretch this bad boy. The, like, decompression deal that pulls your head up and... What oh, is it? Yeah. Is it like a like it's hanging? Oh yeah, obviously doesn't work very well. <laughs> you strap it underneath your chin, right what around your head, Nick? and then you pull it, you pull it so you, you stretch your neck out. Yeah, is that, that is it that video where it looks like? Oh my god, I can't even do it. On the internet though, they have that thing that attaches to a wire. It's like a helmet. Yes. Oh, it's a weight. Yeah, but that, mine goes around my neck or my below my chin. That one goes behind your your head, Nick. Okay. Hey, he's, that guy's been working out his neck. Look at that thing. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> tried zito came up to me this morning he goes uh still eating you know like good food or <laughs> healthy or whatever and i was like yeah, i think we should probably have the option for a good food he goes you got it french toast coming up <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at one point he, i said what do you think i should do zito he said look at me <laughs> start dying laughing like, zito, take it easy on yourself dog he's been on peloton right you've been doing peloton yeah uh, i took a couple days off the trip, but I'm, I'm back on it tomorrow. Yeah, traveling oh, tough. Yeah, you can't just pick the Peloton up and just take it no. with you. At least pretty sweet, though. One day. Do you hey. race people? Uh, just the normal classes. Um, Hannah Corbin. I do her class a lot. Chaos. What's her name? Baron Hannah Cor Corbin. Baron Cor Hannah Corbin. Hannah Corbin, yeah. Happy, happy Hannah Corbin. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. um, <laughs> so, uh, oh, fuck. The workout I did at the house was, so the, the house that we stayed at, Okay, yes. in Dallas. And I think the person probably is going to hear us talk about his house because his house was on Get Up. I had a fucking night sure. behind me and a, a piano. So I assume somebody that's been in his house would be like, hey, what's that? What are your. I'm not about? sure just because it sounded as though the guy doesn't have like a phone or anything. Like he just has that house. Dude, he spent all of his money on the, allegedly. We don't know. This is the story we created, obviously. It's the story <laughs> that we created in our head. He had heated marble from Italy all over the entire house, Whew. the entire house, okay? French doors that were imported for that whole thing had this pool that was just this Lucas Lagoon-like setup oh. in the back. His uh, The master bedroom had, like,
like a stage on it and then you go up and there's an entire like overlook of Dallas in there but every the pool didn't work nope mm-hmm. the the water fountains didn't work Mm-mm. the hot tub didn't work fires the well, there's fi- the, the fi- none of the fire pits worked <laughs> nope the the workout the area on top had like Twenty dollar uh, gym inside of it, like like the the like shit that was in it. First generation Bowflex. So everything that he spent his money on, okay, it seems like with the house, and then he's just kind of playing catch up with everything else. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. The couch appeared as if it was straight out of Mitt's college house mm-hmm. that was right in the middle of the living room that had this marble from Italy around, it. and then you're sitting on a couch that's too wide with a leg thing. That, none of that made any sense. Anyways, my workout, though, whenever I was there, was on one of these things. What is that? Elliptical. Uh, yeah, elliptical. Yeah, it was like a fake elliptical, though. It was like a little tiny little fake yeah. one. I fucking, I broke that thing. <laughs> we're going to get, a, we're gonna get a, I broke the thing. It was like burning, rubbing, and then it didn't work anymore. It was like, God, yeah, this guy. I feel like he had his priorities in if the I'd wrong guess, place. I guess he never used it. Yeah. Well, he's yeah. probably waiting for someone to break it. I'm so sure he can when, charge us. Yeah. For I'm yeah. sure when he came back and actually saw that, he might have broke down in tears because he could finally, you know, <sighs> charge somebody and get and a get new groceries one. this week. Thank <laughs> God. <laughs> Thank you. Does, wait, does the house get rented that much? We don't know. It's a pretty expensive, but I do want. It is. We've been catfished on Airbnb before. Okay, and it, there's a lot of that happening on Airbnb, and I think Airbnb actually needs to look into that because, like, he has the pictures of those pool. That pool is oh. 22 degrees. Yeah. Like, there's no, it was a big, it was a big cold tub. Like we got in there, it was freezing cold. Before he left too, he was like, oh, it's heating up right now. I was like, yo, oh, yeah, of course. it is. The hot tub colder than the pool somehow. <laughs> like, it made, so that's not operable. So that's like four of the photos and the barbecue and the fire pits that's in there, not operable. So nope. it's like, all right, that wasn't a part of it. Then we talked to him about the internet and he said, I got you, I got you, I got you. We gave him more money for the internet. Then we get there and he's like, oh, sorry about it. Yeah, it couldn't do that. It's like, okay. So the pool doesn't work. He lied to us about that. The internet doesn't work. We were looking around. Oh, this guy's in trouble, it feels like. This, yeah, uh, this yeah. house. There's no blinds. I had no blinds in the Masters. <laughs> no, in a gated community on a golf course. So in a very nice area, but. Oh, it was wild. Bro, was there any pictures up? Like, did it look like he lived there? Just had that night. You guys loved their full time. Yeah, yeah, and the the, oh, really? the closet next to the shower was his closet, and it was uh, zip tied shut. You know, mm. like that house was beautifully put together. Yeah. Like the house itself is nice, but then everything he put inside of it, unless he just takes all the good shit out for <laughs> when Airbnb is coming, and then put all the terrible shit in. It just feels like that guy's got a little bit backwards. Though. Well, in the pool, like it, it was so cold, it made it feel as though you could only use it when it's like middle july texas when it's like 120 degrees out we're in you know springtime texas where it's still nice it's like 70 but as soon as you get in there you have to get out because it's terrible they didn't even have um dallas's kennywood was not open yeah really why six flags yeah six flags i don't know (laughs) six flags bullshit dallas's kennywood yeah, Six Flags, sorry. It was not open. They were running test runs, but nobody was in there. We actually ran with a theory without Googling it or looking it up at all. Oh, it's shut down mm-hmm. because COVID. You know, COVID killed uh-huh. Dallas's Kennywood or whatever, you know. And then on the last day, as I was heading to the stadium, there was they were running test runs with some people. It's like, oh, they must be uh, uh, closed until summer. So it, it makes I, no know. sense because Six Flags, like Midwest, they close because of cold weather. But, like, I feel like Six Flags, Texas – 
it's good weather year-round, right? Well, that's what we were, That's why it was a big conversation, because mm-hmm. I think we were all surprised that Dallas does shut things yeah. down mm-hmm. until yeah. the summer, because you just assume it's, like, really hot. It was when we landed, there was a cold, cold breeze yeah. down there. It was very cold. Remember the Super Bowl in Dallas? There was ice. Yeah. Ice yeah. and no. shit. There was snow. They didn't know what to do. There was snow everywhere. That was you were in that one? Yeah. How many, any of your family members or anybody get, end up in those seats that you couldn't see anything? Oh, yeah. The majority of my family member were, was the very top row of the stadium. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. By the way, when I played in the Super Bowl, Tim and Nick and Phil and Sally and yeah. everybody was up there. Very top. They were the very top of Dallas Stadium. Touching the walls. We, where, where was that at? Hard Rock? What was it at the time in Miami? Yeah, Hard Rock. We were, yeah, we were touching the back wall of the stadium. The place was a dump. <laughs> still is. They redid it. <laughs> nope, still a dump. Uh, they got hey, good players down Jerry there. World is awesome. So, first yeah. time there, first class. See, hey. but with that being said, when they had the Super Bowl, everybody was saying this place stinks because yeah. you couldn't see the field because the original build of it and the Jumbotron was in the way. For, but now they have fixed everything. It feels like everybody had a... Vi- I have nothing but the utmost respect for the way the Jones family does their business. Mm-hmm. They do like a weekly entire stadium deep clean. I mean, that thing's been open for 13 years. Everything looks like state-of-the-art brand new in there. Mm-hmm. It is gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous in there. There's so much in there that we don't ever see either. I know you said you were in some like Champions. auxiliary champions room back there. Yeah, Champions room back there. Club, club, like, Champions Club. Champions. Champions. Yeah, I know the locker rooms are gigantic too. Yeah, I've seen a couple of the locker rooms. I've seen a few of them from uh, a Sunday night. I was walking around a little bit, yeah. you know, doing my thing. People had their own rooms. Yeah, it was awesome. It was beautiful. You and Michael Cole have your own room, don't you? Or you have your own room? So that actually was a thing. You know, because if you get your own locker room, you're, you know. It's a big deal. Made man. Made man. It's yeah. a big deal, yeah, because how you travel around. So week of, somebody from WWE texted Michael Cole and said that I requested two rooms. Okay. So Michael Cole goes, hey, do you need two rooms at the stadium? Because they're, they got a band and they got, a, they got all these people and, you know, Knoxville and Logan and uh, Brock and Ron. Like they were going through all the people that have their Roman. Like they're going through everybody that has rooms. And although AT&T Stadium is huge, like, do you need two rooms? I was like, who said I needed two rooms? Like that, that's, that was my first question. And Cole goes, like, I don't know. I was like, well, I would like to know who was trying to make me look like a fucking asshole and saying that I need, like, in the biz, if I was to ask for two different locker rooms, I look like a massive asshole there. Like, that is a, I said, I don't need shit, Cole. What are we even talking about? And he goes, my God, old school. Cole goes, old school. <laughs> my God, so I didn't have a room. I never have a room anywhere. I guess we're supposed to be in a TV locker room, but that's most of the OGs that don't have their own locker room. They kind of use the TVL. So it's yeah. like, I never want to kind of, you know, what's that, in... Vate, no, in fringe, intrude, infringe, all that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to ever do that for anybody. So I never have my own shit. Yeah, really I was, just wander around and say what's up to everyone. Yeah, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Well, you have a bunch of shit to do. But yeah, I was in the mail locker room, though. That was cool. That was a cool moment. Yeah. That's my first time ever getting to be in there. And I was like, this is awesome, actually. You know, as the a mail locker room, as in where the male wrestlers are? Yeah, it's called male talent. Who runs that locker room? That's interesting. I don't know. They have like a table Happy. up with a little cheese tray and stuff. Commander uh, Aziz. There was a great table up where there was a great moment where I saw Otis. Otis, <laughs> Otis did something amazing in there. And I don't know what all I'm supposed to. Otis is a legend. Usos were in there. I mean, everybody in there was very cool. 
Very cool. Everybody was. Is there music? Like, is there a guy with the aux cable? Yeah, there was yeah. some music playing. There was some music playing. Lot, during, when the show starts, everybody's watching the show, mm-hmm. yeah. which is. So cool. It was very cool to be a part of. I got back in there. Edge gave me a little shot of whiskey. It was like, that was, that was really sweet. I was like, oh, you want to take a shot with me? He was like, this is all we got left, bub. Saved it for you. I was like, <laughs> all right, I guess I'm just fucking going. Was he trying to make you join his fraction? Faction. One fourth. Fashion? Faction. Faction. Yes. Fraction. I was really confused last night. I didn't know what was going on. I, I was like, what the, what's a fraction? So well, fraction, fraction is. is. Yeah. Well, punishment Martinez is. I know it's a math club, yeah. Damien Priest. No, but I thought he changed his name to Punishment Martinez and everyone oh, yeah. was changing. We don't care. Well, it's actually really oh, yeah. cool. So he changed his name to Punishment. Ba- he changed no, so it's Damien Priest. The priest side is the white, so like the heaven. Damien, the devil side. Oh. That's part of his new logo. Oh. oh. oh Lucifer Priest. So it's not the denominator? Well, that's part no, of Fraction. That's yeah. part of Fraction. That yeah. is part of Fraction. That's right. Did you keep the gold tooth? Oh god! I believe the gold tooth is gone. Yeah, it's just what? a normal tooth now. You go in the hot tub again. Let's go to the phones. Let's go to the phones. What about L.A. Knight? Was he roaming around? So he was actually give training. that dude a mic. I agree. Let me talk to you. I love that guy. I'm a big fan of L.A. Knight. He was trending because of how eerily similar he looked to Zeke. Ezekiel. Oh. Ezekiel. Sorry, Elias's younger brother is <laughs> right. Ezekiel. Right. So L.A. Knight was actually trending. <laughs> Right alongside Ezekiel because of potential similarities uh, to each other. Yeah. Ellie Knight was trending last night. I thought he maybe made his debut while I was watching Kansas do their thing. And I'm like, fuck, was Ellie Knight on Raw? And I was like very bummed. I went over there and it was like, no, no, Ezekiel was there. Ah. <laughs> and he looked like Ellie Knight. And people forget this is a photo that Zito found. Uh, yeah. I don't know who took this photo. I think it's from back from Plum. Yeah. Our hometown. Ezekiel has been walking with Elias since the beginning. That's right. We just, we just never, never could see him. Never looked for him because Elias was such a show stealer. Yeah. You can see the resemblance now. A little bit. I don't see it. But I, I, I mean, last night when he was standing alone, I did not see it. Yeah, but look, I mean, the eyes are va- might have they, they don't even look related. Yeah, they do. Well, it's, it's certainly his little brother. Probably really just the hair. Yeah. Powerful brothers. skulls on those guys. <laughs> hey, that's an Italian. Elias and Ezekiel are pretty Italian, huh? Yeah, what's their last name? Well, you mean like undetermined? Is it Those are like our like huh? normal Italian first names. Sanguchi or something? Are you <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Looks what like happened? a Sanguchi to me. <laughs> Who are you talking to? <laughs> Ezekiel and Elias Sanguchi. <laughs> what? Just every time. You say something disparaging about my people. <laughs> it's not disparaging. Because you just think it's okay. Gucci you think it's okay to put a bunch of vowels Gucci. together? Is that what you're saying? Gucci is a very distinguished Italian family, and I just assumed there's a sand in front of it. Uh, anyways, we don't know what Ezekiel and Elias' last names are, but they do appear to be. Yeah. They're from our high school, so we could probably assume that both Ezekiel and Elias. How old are both these guys? I don't think. Any of those names have ever been used in an Italian family? Well, <laughs> you know, it might have been not 100%. It might be yeah, yeah. like me. You know? <laughs> yeah, half the family. I thought Shane O'Mac was supposed to come back. The internet was telling you that? Yeah. Can somebody look up what year Ezekiel was at Plum High School? Yeah, I would like to know if we know anybody that knows Ezekiel. Yeah, get his yearbook picture. Probably like 07. 
No, I was no, a, I was, was a five. Feels like a 2012 guy. I was gonna say 2013 or, or so. What's his last name? Walk with. <laughs> <laughs> what? Ezekiel uh, Samson is actually his last name. Oh, Ezekiel Samson. Oh yeah, that's. that's but I think it's Samsoni. 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 Yeah. Ezekiel Samson. With a P or Samson. S A M S O N I. So that's Samsoni. Yeah, Samsoni. Ezekiel Samsoni. Hey, did you see me give one of these on the top rope, AJ? Of course, right after the Roethlisberger. I'm mm-hmm. so happy. I was so happy to do this. You had to almost laugh to yourself. Oh, I did, yeah. And when it came to my head, I was very pumped. When I was standing up there, I was like, oh, what do I do with my hands? Oh, I have to. Just one of them. If they would have had a crowd shot of everyone just doing this, too. Oh, oh God. Tony D'Angelo and AJ Galante, the new <laughs> yeah. Italian gimmick down there at NXT, the new Dawn. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they'd be happy. <laughs> What's back if you fucking stealing D'Angelo's gimmick? <laughs> hey, keep your hands down, all right? You Irish white bastard. You got the pass, Whoa. though. That's what I, I'm just saying this is what somebody else would say. Oh, okay. I don't think it's fair. Okay. Yeah, it's bullshit. Mick <laughs> talk. I'm like, yeah, excuse me. I got a foul after Come you on. see. I found Ezekiel's father. Okay. Abraham. Uh, maybe grandfather. Okay. Father's father. He was a lawyer, a prosecutor, a Civil War officer, a judge, and a two-term Republican congressman from Iowa's 6th Congressional District. Holy Civil shit. War officer? I don't think Are you that kidding me? You just said What's his name? Iowa? Well, no, I'm saying it's his grandfather. Oh, his father. They probably moved to Pittsburgh at some point. How'd they end up from Iowa to Pittsburgh? They, uh, the fact that they have the same name, I assume they have to. Do you guys bounce? A lot of people from Iowa say, you know what I'm picking up going to Pittsburgh? I don't know if that ever I happened. don't think Sam, sounds like Sam Sony, apparently. Well, you yeah. Know, were they persecuting Italians in Iowa? Well, there probably. Like John, Wayne, John Wayne Gacy's first like oh, yeah. five kills was probably all Italians in Waterloo, Iowa. <laughs> Is that right? Well, his grandfather died possible. in 1892, so, and the steel industry boom was early 1900, so they probably did move to Pittsburgh. So Ezekiel's for the steel. dad was like 94 whenever he died. <laughs> <laughs> Strong swimmers. <laughs> Still got it. Yeah. Where'd his brother come from? Was his brother wrestling like the underground circuits? Elias <laughs> or Ezekiel? His brother, the uh, Elias guy. Oh, my Bro, God. Bro, he's been performing at indie show. He's How probably put out an album or two. I mean, yeah. Ezekiel. Ezekiel. Oh. oh, we don't know what's been going on with Ezekiel. He must have gone to like a small school. Maybe he was homeschooled. He's been in the lab. Possible. Oh, he was homeschooled by the Samsoni family. There yeah. you go. Because if, if we would have saw him, all, we wouldn't miss those traps. We couldn't yeah. miss those traps. They would have trapped us. They captivated us. Would have been a D-tackle. Yeah, I agree, yeah. Plum High School would have yeah. used that guy everywhere. Zeke. Would have made it run for Joe Hadley's sack record, probably. <laughs> Joe Hadley, all-time leading sack hitter uh, for the uh, Plum High School Mustangs, by the way. Shout out to Joe Hadley. Shout out to Joe Hadley. Hey, congrats to Joe Hadley. Yeah. Congrats, Joe. Hey, congrats, Joe. <laughs> Joe might get hired as security full-time for me. Hell yeah. Let's go. Really? I was thinking about the other day, why wouldn't I? That yeah. seems like the right guy. Yeah. You going to put a hockey stick in his hands? No, just give him a couple cigs. I was going to say, he'll flick cig butts in people's faces. (laughs) All he needs is a cig. He'd be perfect for that job. He does not need a stick. Uh, He can be fueled by his pure bitterness and rage for the world. He will be able to. (laughs) Every time I I see him, there's at least one conversation. Want me to fuck kill that guy? (laughs) (laughs) All right, Joe. Thanks, dude. Well, he killed a homeless guy, right? Well, allegedly, yeah. That was a shame. What? Uh, Huh? (laughs) Is he on record for, of killing a homeless person? Well, he's Guy on one show, I guess. Mark Madden. Every time Joe Hadley's name gets brought up, because Mark Madden was Joe Hadley's coach for that deck hockey league. Okay. And yeah, okay. Uh, Joe Hadley actually shoot very good 
at ball hockey. Like, very, 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 very good. Would smoke a cigarette in between shifts, go out, light up the lamp. I mean, he was a very, very talented. Then he played football, but Mark Madden was his coach. And every time Hadley's name gets brought up, Mark Madden just goes, and he killed that homeless guy or whatever and killed Sugar Plum Days, which was a local community festival in Plum that started after we left and died years ago for probably funding issues, if I had to guess, in Plum. I assume there's some embezzlement going on somewhere and they weren't able to figure it out and keep it going. Could have been that murder, too. So that's what Mark Madden says. Yeah, the reason why it got canceled is because Joe Hadley murdered a homeless guy at the middle of that sugar plum base. And then that's, and Hadley, every single time it happens, he's just sitting there probably cleaning somebody's windows. And yeah. they're like, did you kill a guy? Come on. Jeez. Lights his cigarette. I'll come back next week. You ever go to sugar plum days? I never heard of it. Oh, I, yeah. Is it the community days? Yeah. So that's sure. What does that I mean? That's what I no, I think it it's two different. Oh, then no, I don't know. What it like is. a farmer's market? What is it? Yeah, like a I have no idea. Party? I have no clue what it is. So plum used to have. So state fairs, I come out to Indiana and there's a state fair. Oh, yeah. It's the greatest thing of all time. If you've never actually gone to, we didn't have that, I don't think, in, in our area. Yeah. I guess there is a state fair in Pennsylvania, mm. but it's probably like way, way out. So I go to a state fair here in Indiana. I'm like, this is it. And I go talk to some people back in Plum. I'm like, you should try. These state fairs are fucking incredible. The people watching, the food, the activities, it's just it's amazing. Like, oh, I'll go community days or whatever. And I'm like, all right, vastly different. I set up community days back whenever I was a kid. It's at the Plum Soccer Fields, building tents and everything like yeah, that. Yeah, people from the community, not these carnies. It, well, yeah, but... Correct. It was much better that way. I don't know. I don't think there's a lot of money being made from that thing because those carnies know how to work. They know how to oh, wheel. Oh, yeah. They know how to wheel and deal or whatever. So I think the Sugar Plum Days was different than the community days. Okay. Nonetheless, Hadley allegedly killed somebody at Sugar Plum Days, not the community days. <laughs> It's electric. <laughs> Makes checks out. Hadley. It's a serious accusation. Whoa. Yeah, and Hadley just smokes his cig, cleans windows, and keeps it moving. He mm-hmm. does not care at all. All-time leading sack hitter for Plum High School. It's incredible. Prestigious honor. Allegedly, uh, I don't know. We should get that number. 24? Alleg- 35? Now we're just saying numbers. I thought it was a single season record. <laughs> no, no. No, I think he has all-time. Oh, That's okay. actually I think, he, total. I think he has both. Might have both. But Probably. Wow. Allegedly, there were some books being cooked by some of the people in power at the football world Dan in Plum. Snyder. Which, by the way, not pl- not Plum like at all. You know, that, <laughs> you that's mean now I, or there was? There was. So I don't think we found out that Hadley was the actual sack leader until years after, <laughs> when the books were corrected by somebody, and it was like, no, actually, that was a false number that was given. There was out. a regime change, and uh, someone went back through, watched all the tapes, counted every one of them, and said, oh, it was actually Joe. And Joe's like at that point, two hundred and sixty pounds, mm-hmm. halfway into another career. Of course. Of course. <laughs> of course, I didn't even get to celebrate this for the last five, six years. So, yeah, that's, that's Hadley. Hadley doesn't deserve the accusations that Mark Madden throws his way. Uh, but Hadley well, needs to be around more, I think. Yeah. What was that? Well. I mean, you know Joe. He, he took asks his you every st- time you, you want me to kill that guy. Bro, he, he, was a, he was a goon in hockey who could score. I went up to watch him at Penn Hill's deck, right? So Penn Hill's deck is you're going in there. There's a fight happening. Okay, so when you show up there, there's a good chance you're getting into a fight because of something that possibly occurred on the deck, probably happened in the parking lot, or just natural beef of teenagers doing teenage right. stuff, right? So this place was down in a vat, like down in a hole. I mean, it was shit. This, it was nice people, I guess. I went there a lot. Nick played a lot. But it was always a chance something was going to happen. You know, you, when you go in there, it's like whatever. 
Hadley was the goddamn goon of that whole place. I mean, he'd be in the middle of a, he took his stick and smacked the guy in the face with it in the middle <laughs> in the middle of a goddamn game, just smack whack. And I'm sitting in the crowd, okay? So was the guy smacked. Yes, and I'm I'm like one of the representatives of that team and then they got like 15 guys and there's only like three of us in the stands. It's like, "God damn it, Hadley. I'm about to get jumped on my way out of here cuz this guy said something from say, hey, shut the fuck up." Bang, smacks him in the face. That's what Hadley did. So that's why whenever people say, "Oh, he killed a guy," everybody's like, "Yeah, yeah makes probably sense. did." And he's all-time leading sacker, obviously. Hey, Joe. It worked out for him. Joe, we might need you to just sit out front of the igloo. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just With a big old gun. darts. I don't think we should give Hadley a gun. Nah. I don't know. If <laughs> just we give him a couple, guitar. couple packs of Paul Malls. He'll be good. He yeah. can shred a guitar, too, that yeah. guy. Nice. Yes, very, very good. Yeah, blow dart gun. That'd be sick. I thought I was going to get killed that day. Like, oh, fuck. Hey, what happened with Mark Madden? He in a fight with Ric Flair? So him and Ric Flair are no longer doing a podcast together. I don't know why or how. That got that thing went on Twitter though. Mm-hmm. I think they're both past it now. Moving on. I said, but it never be talked about again. Really? Madden's still doing all right, isn't he? Yeah, he's still killing Pittsburgh sports talk radio. Yeah. Probably a, pl- a point two or something like that. Mark's always gonna soldier on. And he's always he's not scared of the beef with whoever. <laughs> you know, if the smoke is out there, he's diving into the pit I'm like. Huh. I want to smoke. Mm-hmm. And he's made a living out of it. He's, he's one of the greatest debaters of all time, but he came from like a debating family, right? Like his, isn't his mother like wildly intelligent? And I think she was a debate coach. Yeah. His mother was a debate coach. Ted Cruz. For it. What's that? Like Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz was like a debate champion <laughs> or something. I did not know that. Yeah, I didn't either. Put him in fucking Beto. Isn't Beto a big-time speaker? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Can we just put Ted and Beto in a room with nobody else and just see them battle it out for Texas smart, I'm the smartest man alive title? Let's do it. Maybe have Madden mediate. Oh. (laughs) Now we're talking. That's what America needs. Mm -hmm. That's what America needs. No, he's very good at debating, and he's very, you know, firm on his stances with everything. And I think we've always had – Massive amounts of respect for him because he was Nick's coach and we got to meet him as a person. But Twitter is really taking to it. I don't know how every day he wakes up in the trenches. In lo- like, I can't do it. I don't know how people do it. I enjoy positive. I enjoy being happy. Mark feels obligated to correct people whenever he disagrees with them. And that's a different life than I live. That is a very different life than I live. But Mark's been doing it for a long time. And he's very good at it. Yeah, I'm much too much of a pacifist to get involved in a lot of his views. Yeah, and just like. Who cares? Yeah. He probably gets bored. I'm sure he gets bored if he doesn't jump into it. Maybe. Maybe, because he probably does feed off. There's people that love that shit. Oh, yeah. Like, those reality TV people, people that sign up for reality TV, they're like, yeah, every day I want to wake up, drama, put me in the middle of it. I want to fight everybody. I'm like, well, I'm just getting high and sleeping. (laughs) (laughs) You you ever think about that, man? I did enjoy when he called Tone a Mark. That was funny. Yeah. Shut up, you Mark. Takes one to know. Hey, oh, Zito's no. been dropped. Well, his name is Mark. Zito's, <laughs> Zito's been using Mark yeah. as if Zito has been in the wrestling business for 30 years. I was in the Mark shop like nonstop, too. I love Marks. Yeah, Zito went into the Mark shop, the uh, you know the merchandise store at WrestleMania. It was right across the hall from the Champions Club. Mm-hmm. And he, he would literally go over there, buy 15 things, and then say, bunch of fucking Marks over there. <laughs> <laughs> With four bags coming back, you know, and then... I'm going back over there. He come back. Same fucking marcher over there. It's like they're saying the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> they're saying the same thing about you. He's coming out of there. He's got a bunch of marks. Dude. I'm marks. taking it as a compliment. Yeah, absolutely. 
There might have been a moment after uh, after my match where me and some good people and some scumbags were trying to find just a uh, a way to poke our head outside of AT&T Stadium to potentially do something that hadn't happened for like four weeks, ah, you know, and uh-huh. like maybe pass a peace pipe around real quick. Sure. sure. So we asked the security, we're like, hey, is there any way we can just kind of poke our head outside any of these doors? No, I got you, man. We go right up here. Is there any, is there any fans up there though? Like, uh, <laughs> not sure, like, you know, the, the, not a right time for us to go. Through. No, no fans at all, man. No fans at all. It's like, okay, sweet. So we just need to pop outside for a minute. So we walk up these steps. We go up these damn steps. I'm dead at this point. We're walking up these damn steps. We go. This guy opens the door right into a suite level. There's oh, yeah. 200 people standing there. Basically. Jesus. And we're just like, oh, shit. Shut that thing. Shut that thing. And they hear somebody in the back. Old school guy. Bunch of fucking marks out there. God damn it. <laughs> it was like, uh, it, was, it was a cool. It was a full. It was a full situation. It was awesome. It was really awesome. It was Sunday. Did was, you find a spot? No. No. There was no. There was no access to any spot that we could get to. From where we were. Should have Jerry just open the roof? <laughs> I'm going to go out on a 50. Can you fucking pop the <laughs> yeah. need you to pop the top. It's been about four weeks since I've got to do this, pal. Uh, it was a... That story of Sunday night, like the whole thing, is fucking awesome. Yeah. I mean, just every part of it. I can't believe I was a part of it. The, the pre, the during, the post, just all of it. I... I the whole weekend feels like that. Yes. Yeah. Obviously good. capped off by an unbelievable Sunday night, but yeah, your whole time there was action packed. Well, I got to meet Dude Perfect in them too. Yeah. True. They were front row for my match. My guy Kobe was going bananas. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, shots to Kobe. Kobe and I standing up on the platform when Tyler put it in on that first try. Kobe and I were standing up there. We didn't get to chat much because of how quickly the whole yeah, shoot was. True. But whenever we did get to talk, it was I enjoyed him. He, he's super positive. Mm-hmm. He knew why he was there. Yep. I'm here to be super motivational mm-hmm. and inspiring. And then he also said, hey, if this doesn't work a couple of times, Tyler actually responds well whenever you talk shit to him. I'm like, well, let's hope it doesn't happen. And then, boom, he drained it first try. Obviously. So sweet. Because Kobe told me a couple of things he would say normally if Tyler was to miss. Right. And he said, I'm like, ooh, that's actually. Pretty good. So we're allowed to say that type of stuff to him. And, I'm, and then I didn't want to get. Like, I don't know if I'm allowed to or if Kobe's allowed to. Sure. You know, but Kobe was a super cool guy. Very nice guy. Once again, because he hit the ball, he hit the hole so quickly, I didn't get to learn about him as much. But he was there front row on Sunday, and I gave him a, uh, my guy, Kobe, I appreciate you. Those dude, perfect dudes. 13 years on the internet. 13 by now? 14 billion views. Damn. Doing traveling around the country, Selling out arenas, aren't they? Yeah, now they're doing shows, selling out arenas. Now, their demographic is the complete opposite of ours. <laughs> complete opposite of ours. And I actually know that because, you know, there's a couple of different apps in YouTube that you can obviously tell you everything about who's listening, how they're listening, why they're listening, what age, what profession. Our sweet spot, and I think it's a very cool thing, and we're very lucky for this, like 24 to like 35 is our... That is our breadbasket. We have 18 to 20 whatever as well as like, uh, I think that's our second largest, but it is by a wide margin, 24 to 35 year olds. Like, hey, this is, that is who watches our stuff. I'm guessing, I don't know for sure, but seeing that arena tour and watching Orlovsky's story when he was at it. Oh yeah. They got the teenage kids locked yeah. down. Yeah. Over Young there. kids too. 
all my like all my kids little friends they love them they went and saw them when they were in columbus uh at the arena uh but yeah those dudes people love them yeah very nice young kids like first graders first grade through probably middle school high school they have to think i'm just a devil too i mean right as soon as i walk up uh, it's fucking dude perfect. Yeah, probably. Yeah, they're super religious, I think. Like, super oh, yeah. positive, right? Oh, yeah. So, I drop. I dro- they still live in the real world. They hear things. I don't think Sorry so. Words? Dude, perfect can live in their own world. 14 billion views, dude. They can do yeah. whatever the hell they want. Oh, yeah. They got that compound up. Oh, no. <laughs> what went down? Everything. <laughs> Just fit. Two golf clubs, three golf clubs, one hockey stick, and a can went down. Mm. Oh, you don't say. They were up there here, now they're down on the ground. Slap dick whiskey, go chug that thing. Get a hangover, the head will bang. Hangover finally ended last night around midnight or so. <laughs> nice. That was pretty sweet. It's always a good time. I sent a bird call to those that I was drinking uh, with on Sunday night. That the hangover had finally passed at 11:45 p.m. last night mm-hmm. it was pretty cool. I like I want I had to pull my head up and I didn't get dizzy or anything. I was like, all right, <laughs> did it. I'm not. I don't taste it just sitting inside of my body. It's mm-hmm. great. I'm such an old man now, such a little punk. I used <laughs> to do that all the time. I don't know oh, yeah. how. I and I I say this every time I drink. I don't know how I used to do it, and I don't know how you guys still do it if you do out there. I have no idea how people do it. My body is so soft now. It's so, so soft. If I would have had to do anything yesterday aside from two hours of this show, I mean, I missed the first hour. So, like, if I had, that's how bad it was. So, if I have to do, if I had to do anything physical yesterday, there's no way I would have been able to do it. I used to do that type of shit and then go right into a 6 a.m. lift at West Virginia, then go right into a nap. And then right into practice, kick 65-yard field goals and then just kind of see you later, let's have a night again and just put that on repeat for college. I can't do anything like that. I mean, there's a difference between tying one on and getting a little banged up and drinking fucking 30 beers. You know, yeah. that's... <laughs> well, and a bottle of Maker's. Yeah, right. exactly. Right. It doesn't matter what you do at that point. You're going to be very fucked up. A bottle of Maker's Mark to the head. Not that just tastes me. pretty good. There's a couple others. It was, I think, too delicious, by the way. <laughs> Almost too good. All right, let's get out of here. Hashtag PMS, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Screenshot your favorite moment from WrestleMania. Does not have to be by match. Please do not. Could be Otis. Bingo. Could be. By the way, which might be mine. I mean, (laughs) that whole thing. Um, Put your cash tag in there and say something nice Mm. to somebody. You could win a Bitcoin. We will randomly select from a pool of people that we appreciate. Oh, yeah. Uh, We are currently trending number one. Let's go. Thank you all so much. You are the best people on earth. Thank you to Darius Butler for joining us. And for Colty and Nolte for thinking about coming on the show. That's right. Nice of them. Maybe next week. Well, the answer is (laughs) no. But uh, is there another golf tournament next week? Yeah. Yeah, I think the Shell Open or something is next week. Oh, Valero. Yeah. Uh, Maybe that was just last week. The Valero, Texas Open. Oh, it's the Waste Management. Might be the the Waste Management coming up. Could be like nope. the M and M's open or something. Who knows? Oh, mm-hmm. you're talking about the Rolex three thousand. Yeah, could be the John Deere Ty. Oh, could be the, nah, John nah, Deere. I got that circle. That is not next week. I know exactly when the fucking John Deere is. Okay? Where is the John Deere? Silvis, Illinois, right it's on the border of Iowa. Usually, right. When's Bobcat getting in the game? They're sponsoring Instagram posts for Carson. He's building a higher road. Hashtag ad. Hashtag sponsored. Hashtag Bobcat. 
Hashtag, what have you done? Hashtag, take command. <laughs> Goddamn right. Those are really what sell it. Oh, yeah. The hashtags, hey, look, yeah. stuck with you. Well. Yeah. You I memorized it. I thought he was taking a shot at me or Jim Irsay. I didn't know who he was taking a shot at. I would like to be on the record that I think Carson can play football very, very well. And I would also like to be on the record that I'm happy he's not the quarterback for the team that I cheer for. Both can be. Both can happen. Yeah. B- both can take place. Seems like a, a reasonable opinion. It's going to be nice to be able to just sit down and relax while watching a game, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure you will. Matt Ryan is the polar opposite of Carson Wentz. He is. And you're telling me you're still not going to be worried that they're going to lose a game? No, no. It's not about, It's every play potentially losing the game. I'm okay with just like kind of standard football taking place. Yeah. You know, it'll be okay if just like, oh, we're going to punt this time. You can find that out normally on first down, by the way. As somebody that did that for a living, you know, I would watch the first down play. I'd be like, all right, we're probably going to end up punting on this. That's football. Football happens. Now, some big third and long or third and medium might get caught and we don't punt. But you can normally tell and feel it. With Carson, there was a chance a touchdown was coming on every single play. Mm-hmm. And there was a chance that the other team was scoring a touchdown on every single play. Yes. That's, right. and that's a tough way to watch games. That's why I continue to ask, how the fuck have his parents survived? <laughs> how have they survived watching him play football his entire life? I have no idea. They might be the coolest people on earth in this whole time. They'll take command. The commanders oh. will see this and experience this. Yeah. Um, last thing before we go, <laughs> I guess the NFL is pushing for flag football to become an Olympic event. That's awesome. There's another Olympic gold medal for America. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Here we go, boys. Yeah. Like that. Imagine a Canadian team. Canadian team probably be okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I would assume that there's some other countries that might be pretty good. Yeah. But that's just a gold medal for America yeah. every single time. Women's soccer, gold medal every single time. Mm. Men's flag football, gold medal every single time. Women's flag football, gold medal every single time. Mm-hmm. Yep. I like any sport that shows up that America's definitely going to win. You know why? Because there's a lot of events in the Olympics that no American in the modern world will ever try. And we fucking have to sit there and lose and take it on the shins from some country that that is all they do. So if you want to put in our sport in there in the Olympics, I'm with it. Let's do it. The rest of the world ain't going to be happy. They're not going to be able to field teams. When we're winning 77 to nothing or whatever, they're going to say this isn't good sportsmanship. Welcome to fucking football, baby. Okay? Toughen up. Maybe play some D. I'm excited for this. Let's go flag football. You hate or love this, AJ? Oh, absolutely love it. But I I just picture... Whoever is on the American team absolutely dominating anybody else because they don't play football all over the world like they play other sports, like they play soccer and all these other things. So good luck. Good luck competing against that. Hey, sorry about it. And all all those little workouts that you guys do that we have never heard of in America other than like seven Mm -hmm. kids grown who grew up in a family from that and you guys win the gold and we're supposed to sit there, America takes last place again. No more. No, no. Okay? We're going to start creating sports over here too. That's right. And wait until we win the soccer Lombardi. I, I don't even have to get into that. When we win the soccer Lombardi in November, oh, we're in the flag football in the Olympics. Oh, hell yeah. It's going to be hard to hold our arrogance down. I'm going to let everybody know in the world. Hell yeah. I mean, teams like Bangladesh, though, they might, you know, those guys who aren't going to be able to be on the soccer team, now you go play flag football, you get your Olympic moment, maybe. There'll be some 
you know, rugby style players that'll probably sure. pick up the sport well. Mm -hmm. Handball. That'll probably be a problem. Handball will probably associate well with flag football. They got the athletic part. But we're a good 10 to 20 years away. We're two generations away from them actually learning the rules. Oh, exactly. yeah. So I like that the NFL is like, yeah, yeah, we're going to push Good luck hard. finding a DB to cover Tyreek Hill out there in, in the Olympics. Oh, well, you know, there's those pro. Have you ever seen those professional flag football players? They're on NFL Network. What last year? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they they have an ability to drop their flags to different uh, oh. levels. It's a whole different game. The the professional flag football players hold it. Not that Tyreek Hill wouldn't be incredible. I mean, he's untouchable on the football field when it's tackle. So I assume flag he'd be okay too. But some of those professional flag guys mm -hmm. and women are very good at. You know, like not hiding the flag, but like moving it, yeah. which is a big part of the whole thing. Yeah. You get in little kid flag football, you get called for a penalty if you flag guard. Like if you, as you're running, you kind of tuck your arm down by it because, yeah. Hey, I know I, a thing. They better check the Russian flags too. They'll have those things glued. Oh, oh, sure. They'll have some sort Tucked of rubber in. that'll glue. Uh -huh. And it, everybody will be pulling on it. Sounds you know, it has like a little pop when yeah. it comes out. Rips the skin off. The Russian one. Just you only get one spin too. What's that? You only get one spin. One spin move? Yeah. Per person? Yes. Per possession. Per really. play. Yeah, per so play. you can't stiff arm someone's hand away from your flags? Nah. It's flag guarding. Nah. It matters what angle you come in, right? Huh? So it might actually help some of these soft-ass countries. True. Sure. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's all about the quarterback. Yeah. Remember when... Uh, yeah. It'll Need be speed. some retired... It'll probably be some retired NFL guy, right? Ooh, Duck Hodges. Get him in there. Ooh. I know. Get him in there, guys. Get him in there. I love Duck. Duck can play for Canada. Yeah, he might have to play for Canada. <laughs> he's a CFL. Uh, he's American. He's American. I'm talking about Kurt America's Warner, maybe. Yeah, oh, Hasselbeck. Not Hasselbeck. Rich Gannon. Bingo. Rich Timmy Gannon. Timmy Tebow. Wait, an over-60 league? Tim can play on the team. He's not playing quarterback. What's that? He needs some mobility. Yeah. Do you? I don't think so. Flag football, don't Do you have like seven Steve Mississippi? Seven Mississippi. No, it's all Rich needs. Not the ones I've been watching. One rusher. One rusher, one blocker? One snapper. No, yeah. no blockers. What? That's how we play. We spend a lot of time running back and forth. So we Pat want Pat White, White in there. Yeah. In now we're talking. Oh. Yes. It doesn't really matter, dude. We're going to fucking kill everybody. Yeah. yeah. We're going to have eight teams in there. Maybe Aaron Rodgers quarterback. Maybe he plays a couple years. Oh. Retires and then he's a four-time Olympian. Olympic gold medal. Twenty twenty-eight. I saw so. him whip a football at a kid in a flag football camp a couple weeks ago. Aaron. Yeah, he got picked off and the kid ran and handed it to him and Aaron was not happy about that and Aaron fucking threw it at him. Seemed about as hard as he could. That's the competitive juices, by the way, that we're <laughs> mm -hmm. talking about. What was that? He was at that Super Raw QBs here camp. Did you see that? I I'm not aware of any of it. Where was it? It was at the Palmer Brothers, I yeah. think. It was with Jordan and oh. him. Oh, okay. Josh so he went Allen. out in there where he was working with those guys throwing to yeah. him? Yeah, Josh Allen was there. Darnold was there. The Palmers were there. Aaron was there. I think Lamar was um, there. Was Burrow there? Since he's quarterback, Ritter was there. Desmond Ritter was there? I couldn't there. think mm -hmm. of his name, so I said since he's quarterback. What do they call it? Quarterback Summit is what Jordan yeah. yeah. calls it, right? Mm -hmm. That's a cool thing. They all get to hang out and talk to each other or whatever. I think Aaron was in the finals, right? Aaron was in the final against Ritter's team. And Ritter's team won? I don't know, to be honest with you. Maybe Ritter's quarterback. Here we go. Yeah. But he's starting to uh, get a little more buzz these last couple of days. I think he can play. I liked watching him. Good leadership, too. I, I feel like he's competitive. He has good leadership. And he played a lot of football in college. A lot. Yeah, he started for nine years, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> I well, believe four, four straight years, yeah, he started, which is not normal at all. And they were good all four years. So he's been in big games. 
He's been in big moments. He's had to handle adversity. Small school, so looked over. I mean, it's – I'm a big Desmond Ritter fan. I just have no idea how he can throw. Like, I have no idea how his ball is. But I guess everybody was saying it was great. I don't so watch enough. He's got live arm, good deep ball accuracy. I like that. I watched hey. a Jackass movie last night. I don't know if you guys have seen it. I have. I, I couldn't sleep, turned it on, was going to watch some of it, watch the whole thing, and actually was like laughing out loud at multiple mm. times. My oh. wife's sleeping next to me. Oh, what's it on? Good. Paramount. I don't know. I think Paramount Apple TV, Plus. I just bought it. Yeah. As much, as much dong as you remembered? Way too much dong. Oh, yeah. Way more dong than I thought. 2022, not a lot of dongs either. So that's kind of like that. Was, that's what I would. I, that was my one takeaway was I forgot how much dong was in this show. No, I don't think yeah. there was. Weren't there a lot of cheeks? There's a lot cheeks. of cheeks in the show too. A lot of dongs in this one. Any cheeks? They got a new character named Poopies, who I am really a fan of. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they do a lot of bad stuff to Poopies. For real. <laughs> He's like the new, um, who was the older guy that they just tortured the entire e, time? E, e, uh, Dave England. Oh, well, he gets it pretty good again in this one, too, but him and Poopies are, are a tag team. Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> How about Pontius's cheeks all over WrestleMania? Oh, awesome. I just love his little dick when he like rubs up on people. Yeah. <laughs> he put that thing up on Sami Zayn. <laughs> we watched the uh, we watched WrestleMania back. <laughs> the Jackass match, man. Me and Cole were having just as much fun as everybody else that was watching, which <laughs> I enjoy a lot. It was hard to keep that professional when he brings out that bowling ball. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we man with a full body slam. Uh, it was amazing. All right, let's get the hell out of here. Hammer Down starts in 20 minutes. I can't thank you all enough. You're the best. Hashtag PMS thank you. Mania. Screenshot your favorite moment from the weekend. Say something nice to somebody. Put your cash tag in there. You might want a Bitcoin. You're all the best. Have a good one. Thank you, Darius. Big show tomorrow. I think we have Bobby Wagner on and Terrell Owens. Yeah, okay. Yes. T.O. and Bobby Wagner. And uh, hopefully some more surprises. We'll see you in the morning. Goodbye.